0: Everybody. Welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 125. We're back down in the now, what, 25% more blue room? Is that, is that how that works? I don't know. I don't know if the percentage is right, but for somehow all the... I know we don't do videos, so this is a great start to this podcast. We might sometime though, buddy. Eh. Eh, you're not. in. It's. I find it ironic that I'm more willing to do video than you are.
1: You really, yeah, I like to see myself. The teenage boy. You don't have to watch it. I don't
0: Uh, don't know if it would matter. I'm just going to, at some point, start tinkering. I don't like presenting
1: myself in any capacity. That is
0: true. You do like to be under the radar.
1: As the person who doesn't even share his name. But, yes, that's
0: true, too. But in this tiny little, I don't know, this thing's like 80 square foot studio. Maybe smaller. It's tiny. For some reason, all of the LEDs I have gotten into blue mode, right? So, I don't know. I like the blue. Right, yes. I like the blue. Just bright enough to see. Mm -hmm. But uh, it looks kind of cool. But, anyways, I don't know. That's what I started talking about for some reason. But we're back down in the basement. I'm hosting. It's Jack, my son. Over there, we're going to talk about a week's worth of wrestling that we watched some. He actually watched Impact with me, the vast majority.
1: The better half.
0: Yeah. The, um, which So he'll be contributing in our high spots and rest holds. We'll talk about Dynamite in depth as we do. Some trivia. We're going to preview the two shows that are on later today, right? We're going to have to prioritize, Which although your brother has basketball. I'm so working. Oh, and you're working. So it'll probably be tomorrow. So it's Ring of Honor, what, Final Battle, which is apparently the last pay per view before they. Tony Khan's going to discuss the plans for TV, I think, after that. So that's interesting. Yes. And it, which, so that show has 10 matches. We'll preview that. And then sort of at the other end. I think
1: end, three are pre show, sure though. So at least it's not like 10 oh, yeah. main okay. card.
0: Um, and then the flip side of that kind of is NXT, which is doing Deadline, only has what, five matches? Uh, Maybe something like that, but that's because those two iron what I forget the iron survivor. Thank you. Those matches will be at least half an hour each, right? So yes. I guess that's the point. Uh,
1: oh yeah, technically, yeah. Right. So Absolutely.
0: I don't know what's what's new. You had some buddies over last night to get out of the cold, hanging out here for a bit.
1: Yeah. Um, my throat was weird this week, but I didn't
0: get sick. Nice. And your voice sounded a bit strange this morning, but seems to have fixed itself. Three... Which
1: is good cause it was irritating me it was
0: only subtly different but you were definitely
1: noticing and it oh, i just didn't want it because covid caused my current voice so i don't really want to have to i don't really want another shift covid and puberty i would suggest caused your current voice
0: oh yeah and i'm also uh i'm a proud grandfather right to uh stupid little egg that's to an egg here. the classic assignment where he had probably
1: be here but it's not it's so. honestly
0: like a comedy uh, sitcom trope the
1: yeah it feels like it's a movie trope like i'm' I don't know. so he has
0: an egg that he has to carry around for a week, is it yeah, or have it looked after when you're at work and stuff you're supposed to get babysitters and whatnot, so yeah,
1: the first day I had it, I screwed it up, but I'm not going to mention that
0: so some of the older kids uh they end up with the actual like robot babies
1: I know they're weird, and i I want to drop them on my heads. <laughs> it's kind of strange. To see yeah
0: they're there students walking around with these plastic babies uh, but
1: i don't i i uh,
0: it happens and then i don't know independent wrestling wise we're discussing maybe checking out gcw not that gcw um well they're gonna that be here march too. so maybe great check canadian out. yeah um there was also one i was gonna show you it was greek town wrestling that's happening down on the danforth it had like um a bunch of impact people and
1: yeah they look like to be a little like kind of like around smash level right so it was yeah and even i can just tell by the ticket
0: prices because great canadian is like super affordable um it's right. more like on par with super kick they have a show too so lots yeah. of indie stuff over the break but i think we'll probably go to the great great canadian one right we've yeah, uh usually sort of become fans of theirs it's just really really small independent convenient and it, yeah it's fun pretty convenient around us. yeah and other than that, we're just kind of waiting to be off work and school for a couple weeks coming up, right? Yes, no major plans for that, but just you'll work a bunch probably, and I won't. Sounds perfect, mm-hmm. excited about that. Did you book any time off? Yes, you did okay, cool. Um, I don't know, is there anything else you wanted to discuss? Uh, oh, I got the Lego game for free, and you were watching a trailer for what are you super the video game you're super pumped for? Survivor, right? So there Fall was on order a, two a trailer that looked cool yeah
1: it's up for pre-order on gamestop so i'm gonna check later how much money i have and and honestly i didn't know
0: now i know you you were like oh i love the first game but i was having trouble picturing it until you showed me the trailer with the little robot on his back that's like oh that one yeah that's a smart little thing because that's 100 percent how i recognize and i know you did enjoy that game when you were playing Uh, i've
1: been it like a million times right so it's it's fantastic it looks great um so yeah i'm eyeing up the deluxe edition right now And I'll get extra stuff. And it's coming in March. Was that the release? I think it's supposed to be like 15th, 16th. Nice. Which is great. And also, I think they revealed like the teaser at March this year. So that's kind of funny.
0: Maybe it'll be just before March break. So then you have a week to just crush it. Yeah. That would be convenient for you. Yeah. I don't know. I figure we could move into talking about some wrestling. Get this party started. Because we got Nate's got two basketball games and then a possible, well, definite party down the street, possible whether we'll get there or not. Because his game. Twelve-year-old boy playing at nine o'clock, almost an hour yeah, away. Yeah, as us. you do. Right, so that's kind of weird. But, yeah. anyways, let's uh, start talking about wrestling, and we'll start off looking at some of the week's wrestling news and rumors. Uh, yeah. I uh, would consider this a slow news week. You, ah, uh, yeah, as somebody who also was scouring for news, um, Can't
1: say it's most interesting stuff I've ever had. It's
0: really kind of weak, but. The great thing about doing ratings every week is I always have something, right? And I don't guaranteed. know if it's interesting to anybody, but I'm always curious. So the ratings this week for NXT, 534,000 viewers. That is a low number, right? Down 17.1%, a 0.13 in the key demographic, which is the same as last week. Key demo. Uh, it's the second lowest audience that they've drawn on USA. And um, it, again, just the usual competition from the NBA as it is this time of year. And this week's episode of Dynamite, which we also sort of look at their ratings every week, averaged 840,000 viewers, so they're up a little bit, 3.5%, and earned a 0. 0.29 in the key demo, which is significantly up 11.5%. And again, NBA competition, no major games or anything, just the usual. And then I did pick up a note that there were some technical issues with TBS uh, feed for some Spectrum cables. Sur- subscribers. I don't know where that would be. I don't know. But I don't know if that affected some of the audience or not, because it is frustrating, right? You just some at some point right. give up trying to watch it if you yeah. can't watch it. So
1: Which I don't know. Would hurt them. Yeah. Uh go ahead. What is the hot news this week? Um John Cena's <laughs> gonna return on the last <laughs> Smackdown of the year. I did see that, yes. Big big spoiler. Like oh but okay. What's he gonna do? Speak again? You know how I love John Cena promo. Sorry, so
0: what Smackdown? The last one when? Of oh, the year. And then so what Oh, that's getting into Royal Rumble season, right? So we can unleash that speculation of that's at least fun. I involved guess. somewhere somehow.
1: If the Rock wins. I'm gonna literally punch the TV.
0: It's that's part of our frustration, right? It seems like the the big pay per views are no longer for the for wrestling fans. They're for like the marginal sort of. Fans and the like, the hardcore fans, significant others, or family members who right, are kind. Like,
1: I don't know. I feel like they'll, they'll use that to get Rock versus Roman, which I don't, like pack it with celebrities. I think they have to pack it with preview stars from right, the past. McAfee only wrestled on those. Logan Paul's only wrestled on those in right, Saudi. Right. Um, Bad Bunny was in the Royal Rumble. Yep. Yeah. Shane McMahon was in the Royal Rumble. That's what it feels like um, to me. Yeah, especially WrestleMania last year was oh, super horrible. Biggest
0: example of that. Yeah, we did not enjoy it.
1: Johnny Knoxville.
0: Something we did enjoy, a pay per view we did enjoy, and it, they're announcing another one. Uh, that's AEW and New Japan Forbidden Door two. Is, oh yeah, Forbidden Door is awesome. Is planned for 2023, and Sweet. that was from the Wrestling Observer newsletter that there's plans already in place. So that is awesome news because that's just fun
1: right like we, we you were talking about it this week you want to follow new japan it's just finding the yeah, time and, and like it looks cool it's just like i don't it just seems so all over the place for me and personally i can't really keep up with that like yeah. I'd, I'd like to but they they have so much con- they have so much stuff coming i know in. it looks great but I, I don't think i can really just keep up with that i
0: agree you we were saying that uh, you'd like to check out some of the junior tag yeah the
1: super junior tag league like, looks yes, cool with like it Bay yeah, and i've austin seen bits austin. of uh yeah bay and austin and a uh, rush and yo yeah but um i don't know it just like seems like a lot to follow we're already watching a bunch of wrestling and then it's yeah so
0: that way we get to see them on, on aew or with aew and it just kind of works for yeah, us yeah forbidden
1: door is pretty sweet yeah. um like yeah, yeah i remember liking a bunch of stuff the main event was like a little underwhelming but... i agree but other stuff was. Awesome. I remember, like, there was the IWGP four-way last yes in-ring appearance of Adam Cole. That's right. Uh, Osprey wow. and uh, Cassidy was, was pretty amazing. good. Was awesome. I love that There was that, man, that three-way actually. tag where FTR won the IWGP titles. Right. So, so for the way we consume
0: wrestling, it's kind of perfect because yeah. we get our favorite federation, which is AEW, and then the one we wish we had time to watch, which is New Japan, coming together yeah, for us. So hopefully,
1: like. He- I'd love to, I'd love to get like because now with the trios styles, you I'd love to get unite empire a hundred percent challenging specifically Osprey and Ozzy Open again yes. that's the squad that's, you want uh, that's kind of unite that's empire a to me pretty close dream match
0: like that would be yeah
1: I mean I know they already faced Elite and Death Triangle but I, I don't do care. it do it again we're watching those two do it, do it face again. off seven times and I'm not yeah. going to care right so yeah. add them to I the want to see more Osprey and yeah for sure um, he's a, he's a, you've been really impressed with him right oh, yeah I haven't I've seen, seen much yeah and it's all been of great sudden, seeing him like I. I like that they brought them in even for the Trios tournament, which is cool. Yeah. So I hope they do more stuff like that, even if it's not like for Bindor.
0: He's gotten a lot better. Back when I was regularly watching, he was still very, very flippy. He was like, it was him and Ricochet, right, who were... Um, so he's sort of... He still does incredible stuff like that. He's definitely he, fleshed himself he, out absolutely. more. Absolutely. He mixes right. in more standard absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Uh, sorry, it's your turn.
1: Um, Roman Reigns suffered in a ruptured eardrum at Survivor Series, so he's out for a bit. Um, I, I his heard boss didn't fire off a gun, so it's not, it's not <laughs> Nice. Like that. We got... We
0: sneak office references in almost every it week works, right now. Yeah. It's classic.
1: Um so he's out for a little bit but he's returning next week so I guess it's probably a segment.
0: I read that there's two people out with a ruptured eardrum. Him and oh goodness. You can fact check me but I'm pretty sure it's Drew McIntyre. Huh. Both of them have the same injury which is weird cuz you don't hear it ever and then all of a sudden How? two of them have it. I don't and I'll like look in it up the same match too so But I saw that in a, a headline somewhere I That's think. That's weird. Uh, What else do I have here? So two former AEW wrestlers apparently at Impact tapings and the one confirmed will be on TV. So if you don't want an Impact spoiler, you might want to cover your ears for a minute. But I can't imagine there's many people that are too worried. So apparently Jonathan Gresham and Kylan King were reported to be at tapings. And I did read that Gresham ends up uh, saving Delirious from an Eddie Edwards attack, I think, after their upcoming match. Mm-hmm, so, sounds like Gresham is at least going to be there and on TV to what degree, I'm not sure, but.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen him since what was it, Death Before Dishonor? No. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's where he was super unhappy with his. The Lost way he to Claudio was in the opener. Right, and kind of not, like, it wasn't given a ton of time and wasn't given this the shine he wanted. So, he's awesome in the ring. Um, Kylan King, I, I don't know. I'm open to seeing her, and she seems like a better fit for impact than. Aew, based on what I've seen, right? The only so, thing I've seen will give her like, a
1: shot. She also does NWA, which isn't exactly the place to be. It, it is
0: not the hot spot to be right now. No.
1: Yeah, I was just reading thing on Wall Culture, but like it's definitely the, the fall from grace. Something like 2019 when you were like watching yeah, it. it was I was like, watching oh, cool. it every week. Uh
0: it was like a cool just... 80s vibe, um, studio show, right? And they yeah, and they're saying like because they,
1: they were down in the pandemic, then they came back and like one of the things that um they said in there, so credit to world Culture, was like. Uh, Corgan's kind of like, cause the people are complaining about like his creative direction a lot yeah. lately, and like especially with the whole Tyrus thing. Yes, and he's like. I don't care. Then don't watch NWA. It's like a really Vince thing to do. But it they're is. Saying, like, I'll tell you. Vince what you has like. like all this fallback though. Yeah. For all of his like, he's the worst human being ever. He's got all this fallback, all like the sponsorships and all that crap that he has. Like NWA is well, the very...
0: WWE machine. It can just do whatever it wants. It's right. so Big.
1: And Corgan can't really do that. No. And Like it's all, and like you also got like the issues with, like because like all this has said it's like toxic there and like, yeah. And just like even for like in my opinion, some losing a lot of people like. They had like Starks, Kingston, yep, that's uh, when it was Thunder, Thunder Rosa, yes. even D went in there for a bit. Like a lot of people were in there and then like they lost a bunch of people. And now, I'm like, not a
0: big Aldis fan, but he's a good fit for that. Oh, he's great. Place. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like, I don't even like, I remember seeing like who was going to win the vacant TV title after. It was like some Jordan Clearwater and someone like they just look like jobbers. Jordan
0: Clearwater, I've been watching for years and years. He's one of the champions in championship wrestling right
1: now. It's not called from Hollywood he anymore. he won the TV title. I don't know. Or He's the other guy. still
0: not good. Like he has a good look to him. They're just, they all but... look
1: so mediocre and just, it looks like a high budget indie. Yes. I don't know. Which if... is,
0: if that's the talent they're pulling from, that is because I see those. A lot of that talent on the indie stuff I mm-hmm. randomly watch. So that's not much of an elevation for that, yes. no. Uh, the last thing I have, and I don't think it's good news, is that Matt Hardy seems to be teasing the return of broken Matt Hardy. He did the delete thing in the ma- Matt. Yeah, but he does week. that all the time. But then he also, in an interview speaking about Ethan Page, said, quote, if we continue along this same path, and he keeps uh, punishing and doing things to private party that negatively affects their career then I might end up broken before it's all said and done.
1: I'm okay with that. Cause honestly, broken Matt is a thousand times more interesting than anything else he's done. I just don't want him at all. And it's like, I, if he well cause clearly he's going to be around a bit. So you, uh, you got to make the best of it. I this, guess.
0: But I mean, this guy's like touted as like super creative genius by some people. And like a while the, ago, the best thing
1: you can do is reach back and do the same thing. I guess they already did know. this in all right. AEW, though. And kind of didn't work. And they did Big Money Matt. Although this was a bit, it was better than Big Money Matt. I just don't need to see him at all. I guess is my problem. This but anyways, is far from the
0: Ultimate Deletion. That is all that, was... that stuff I loved. You know that because you were like young-ish, and I was like, you're watching this, and even your mom. I got to watch the. I just oh, wait, thought it was that was so the Final
1: Deletion. I think Ultimate Deletion was the WWE the one. The Final Deletion, because okay. I just enjoyed that. it's, a, it's like as a cinema match, if you want to call it that. It's that one was of the a cinema match before cinema matches were right, and it was super entertaining because it was just bizarre. Yeah. Mm. Any um, other news for you? I on saw that, that people saw Dutch and Vincent in the NXT crowd who are right. rumored to be in a Bray Wyatt faction. Yeah,
0: um, they would definitely fit the aesthetic. Um, I, Vincent's okay. Like I used to say, I didn't like him, but he's not bad. And Dutch, I actually thought was... I, I saw him really limited, but he's kind of cool for a big man. Felt like boss man-ish kind of. Didn't like big guy, that but can too? still do stuff. Sorry?
1: Didn't he do that move too?
0: Yes, I think he does do the... The side slam, black hole. Yeah, it, the black hole's a bit more. I feel like Boss Man's was actually sometimes it was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, but black hole
1: just sounds cooler. It does. So and I, it yeah. makes sense.
0: So I don't, I wouldn't mind seeing them. I guess I'm interested more interested in seeing Dutch because I haven't seen him wrestle a ton, but good for them. I guess. Mm-hmm.
1: Anything else? Um Trent Seven made his oh, AEW right. debut on Rampage because he was Kip Sabian's guy, which we didn't see last night. But I'll watch that episode to probably. Catch that. If yeah, for sure we're watching
0: that. So. We have to find time tomorrow to watch that one as well. Takesh the mocks too. Right? Exciting stuff mm-hmm. to see to catch back.
1: Uh so that's cool. Turn seven's cool. He is cool. I don't know what happened to Tyler Bate, but I do he should be a star somewhere in my opinion. But... He's still in WWE, but it's just like what happened since worlds collide. Because we talk about
0: like trouble finding really good baby faces. He's an example. Like yeah. he can be a great baby face. But anyways. Yeah. Done news? Yes. Me too. So let's uh, shift gears into a deep dive into our weekly show that we really, our favorite show every week, I would think is safe to say, right? And that is taking a look at this week's AEW Dynamite. For you to talk about Dynamite, do that now. It is recording. You may speak. So you're just going to
1: nod? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Okay, so we open with the Battle Royal, the ring thing, the dynamite diamond ring. We do. Ring, fighting for a ring within a ring. Right. Ring for a normal levels. circle. There's levels to it, you know? Yeah, the squared circle, which
0: is always funny. And so this winning this gets you a shot at MJF for the ring?
1: This yeah. is the setup, yes. Okay. But then they altered it based on the winner.
0: Now, let me ask you, based on who's in this thing... <laughs> like lack of star power safe to say hey don't say about kip sabian because i'm looking around going who could possibly win this and you're like and you were like starks and and starks and page that's it right so
1: i mean maybe kip sabian i mean sean dean's beaten MJF before sean dean had a great showing in this don't kid yourself and just kidding he's he's beaten mjaf before so like that is true
0: but, yeah, that was my first note, right? Like, look at the people in this. It's pretty obvious where this is going. But, anyways, it could be amazing, so tell me about it.
1: I mean, at least Kip saving won, right? Correct. We had to. Yeah. Um. So, Kip saving and Orange Cassidy were fighting on the floor for a bit. <laughs> like, um, they eventually went in after a minute, cause, like, as the brawl breaks out. It was funny. They all started out of the ring, and then they go in. And I thought this was the Lumberjack match with Cassidy and QT Marshall, even though I knew that already happened. Right. They did, yeah, they're all, like, at ringside, and then it's, like, they just dive in, and Away we go. Stark's got an entrance
0: though. Yeah, he did, which isn't you know spoiling anything at
1: all, right? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Cassie's trying to eliminate Kip Sabian. And he was like he did he was doing like the skinning the cat thing, but he's been yeah. like lazy. And then so Blade punched him through another the ring post, and he was eliminated since he kind of went over the top. Yeah. Uh, later, Dustin hit a destroyer, uh, Dustin Rhodes, and tossed Sabian out. That my first note says Sabian eliminated early by Rhodes and Jack is mad. Like really, Dustin Rhodes needed that rub. It took a destroyer to do it, I guess. I guess just <laughs> destroyed him for the 50 whatever year old guy in his last year, right? Destroyed my hopes and dreams. He did. Um, Brian Cage tried to knock out Don Castle a few times, but the boys kept saving him until Cage just threw him onto them, and then he's out. Yep. Um, setting up your six man tag title match, I guess. Uh, yeah, they're they're. A little bit of I guess storytelling that's where that comes from. Yes. Um, Jung Boy hit a hurricane run over the top on Lee Moriarty to take him out, and he was when he was on the apron. Uh, Morrissey booted him and eliminated him. Um, Morrissey's not in the match, but he was like on the outside, kind of as like a second to yeah. Moriarty, and I guess Paige and Hardy are, are also in there because technically Hardy's in the firm. He is um, against his will. Yeah, and they choke slammed him on the apron, which that is pretty looked, cool. That that looked really also, good. Also, um, he is a uh, big Bill now. Big Bill is that what they called him? Um, that's what he was billed on a rampage as. He's Big Bill now. <laughs> okay, I don't like it. No, I'm not a. I not I do not love Morrissey either. I so. don't mind the Cause At least it's his name. Yeah. What are you gonna do about that? I guess. I, well, I mean, you could not use it, but like, if you're gonna use it, then just okay.
0: And after the apron chokeslam, I had I made a note that Tony Schiavone was. Oh my God, he broke his neck because it did look pretty. Yeah.
1: Impactful. Um. Uh. So Paige, Matt Hardy, and Starks are the final three. Um, page turned his back on Hardy. He was like totally nervous. So then that let allowed Starks to eliminate him. That was kind of made Paige look a little dumb, but yeah, it's okay. I didn't mind the finish after. So
0: sorry, yeah. keep going.
1: Page hit him with the roundhouse, went for a power slam, Starks counter to send him over the top and get the win. Um, then after like a bit, pretty much as soon as Starks' music hits, MJF's music hits. Yeah, and he comes out the wearing the triple B.
0: Can we talk about the match? Cause the post match stuff is pretty lengthy um and sure. i'm gonna forget okay. so um there's one spot i made a note of that i thought looked kind of bad where cage like didn't have enough momentum to go over so he just kind of hopped over and stood on the apron right and then was waiting and that was when um i think jung a spot with jungle boy on the apron so he kind of like hopped over and waited on the apron for him but anyways yes it lacks star power only a couple guys were actually going to win this right i I'm okay with it furthering Page and Starks because I feel like that's something they might go back to, right? And I like both of them. So when
1: Starks wins the title, <laughs> right?
0: Exactly. Um, so the choke slam on the outside looked really good, but the rest of this was pretty standard stuff. I mean, we got a destroyer, I guess, and I thought the finish was pretty well executed, other than Page kind of looking silly for a second. But um, uh, weird that is it strange that a guy that already twelve
1: ten on twelve ten <laughs> nice.
0: Is it weird that a guy that already has a shot at MJF wins another shot? Like you are I guess well, you're now doubling I get two up things. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it's an opportunity to go somewhere fresh, too. But they
1: made it like a winner take all thing so that yes. kind of telegraphs the ring. I think so, yeah. Which so. I guess makes it cuz honestly I just I want MJF to keep the ring. It's a, a good thing. Especially good if
0: he's the the face of the company that there, there's he probably should be keeping it again
1: right no but yes. like even if he didn't have the title i just like mj keeping the ring I like yeah. that's his gimmick i like that as a cheating mechanism
0: so i thought the match was okay like i didn't I, i'm not a big battle royal lover lover you know so it was pretty much standard stuff and then the finish was fine was
1: my mm-hmm. thoughts uh yeah the battle royal is okay not like a hot opener but i can can't really see them putting it anywhere else on the show so no, i'm like either. okay with the putting like, I, was I think not it's surprised. just like fine to start like i don't really want this stuck in the middle of the show yeah you know it's like you have all the guys out there that works like that's fine um cajun butcher had some solid um spots in there um starks look pretty solid too sean dean flurry was a odd call <laughs> um and then yeah uh, then the rest of my thing is about the promo but um that's all i guess starks winning is fine like yes yeah. that gives them momentum yeah, it, the much needed momentum and a shot at a ring Yep, that, that he, he is win. definitely going to win. Yep. Um. So MJF came to the ring telling Brian Danielson that he knows Brian is scared of him after what he did to Regal. And he should be scared. He said he's going to be a four-time ring win- holder. And he'll still be the AEW World Champion. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was cool, calling out your boy. Yep. My boy. Or, don't want that now? Oh, sorry. What do you mean? MJF Danielson. About the match? Yeah, I would love that, obviously. Mm-hmm because he would at to big time. He, he would. Uh, MJF told uh, Richard <laughs> that uh, people <laughs> seem to like him around here. He said the Starks is very talented, but the truth is that in comparison to MJF, Starks is that absolute drizzling shiz. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, MJF said that he's a Rudy Poo candy ass. Um, and Ooh, rock. He said Starks stole everything else from that guy. He called him a dollar store Dwayne. He's going to start calling him the pebble and he bragged about having a Porsche while ripping on the crowd for being poor. He's going to skip Ricky's Pebble all the way to Billy Corgan's NWA so he can wrestle on YouTube where he belongs. <laughs> um, MJ said he didn't care yeah. that Starks was absolute because MJF is a generational talent and his reign of terror has just begun. Nod to Trips.
0: And that's when you were talking about Starks in NWA. That's when he really did look like The Rock. I think he's wearing sunglasses. He was wearing like the fancy
1: shirts unbuttoned like and just the way he speaks and his mannerisms. He writer. definitely did change in AEW, but yeah, NW is rock-ish. a lot more. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Starks bumped into MJF on purpose and grabbed a mic. He called him, uh, Maxi saying he sh- should have expected a 5th rate Roddy Piper. Um, Crowd Starks wondered how, yeah, how much more shtick does MJF have trashing the people in the city and all that. Um, he ripped about MJF spray tan. Um, his ears were, like, yellow in the inside. It was weird. Yeah. Um, he yelled at MJF for thinking he was better than Starks. He talked about how MJF was cheap with the scarf and the cheap hat. Um, Starks talked about how the, when the people got behind him, um, it gave him a reason to keep going. Uh, he talked about how MJF let the people down. He let Regal down, but Starks delivers every time. Um, on, he delivers on time every time, every week, every month. He ripped on MJF for of not being paid enough. He said MJF avoids responsibility and avoids it because everybody hates Max while Starks shows up to signings. Um, Stark says there's responsibility when people like you. I think that was cool um, yeah, that's cool, yeah. um, Stark said he lives with dignity and respect. He talks about living a car, even though he was like a heel in team Taz for a while, and his title is f t w which is after the world, but sure, yeah, um, then he trashed m j f some more um talking about uh giving a woman a crowd, a house, a car, and a car um Stark said that m j f doesn't deserve the title, but Starks did. He said that next week he's snatching the mole off his neck, <laughs> uh he's stomping an a hole into him and Starks is taking the title. Starks said he's taking the responsibility off MJF's plate, a little boy. Uh, and then he uh, MJF low-blowed him, and he went to like hit him with the ring, but got nailed as a spear, and he sold pretty good for uh, Starks there.
0: He did. Yeah, uh, fantastic showing. I Starks may have outperformed MJF. MJF had some pretty good insults there. I really like the part of Starks being like, you are the champion but you opt out of all the responsibility like it's easy for you to be a heel and just be like I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that where I show up for everything and do everything right like um yeah he I, I saw a thing today that apparently he memorized that whole thing
1: I saw that that would be pretty impressive
0: like I don't think it was perfect but I thought it was like Starks is really good on the mic and he super believable and passionate here I thought he was it is like Again, it's too bad he doesn't have a chance at winning because otherwise this would be a really, really good build, right? But there is in the back of your mind, like, well, he's not winning, so it doesn't... But still an awesome segment. I thought Yeah, both it's like of them... when I was
1: watching Last Jedi and I thought Snoke was really cool. Right. Uh, And then I was like, oh, wait, he's a puppet grown in a vat. Right. And you got that in the back of your mind the whole time.
0: Right. So I thought both of them did a really good job here. And, uh yeah, Starks is... This is nice for him to get this opportunity, right? Again, not winning, but cut an awesome promo here that people um seem to love
1: um yeah i thought um mjf cut a good one afterwards and like some of those insults were funny like the nwa bit um but starks really killed it i thought like he went on a lot it didn't feel like he was like rambling too much though it felt like no kind of real at parts it um did. pretty passionate and then like if you memorized that whole thing that's really impressive like he killed it and like um he, he's morphed into like a great baby face um i really like because like it felt like he was on par with mjf which isn't Something you can it's say for like do. so I'm yeah it was really great it was one probably one of the best promos he's cut um and yeah it's it does help to build this a lot other than the fact that you can kind of see the result coming but that's okay because I think Stark still killed it and still deserves all that praise there. I really
0: like that Stark's got the last word too right? yeah like it didn't go back and to he got the last laugh some. like even right.
1: like the low blow he still kind of got the better of him because you know make the loser look strong which is right? further telegraphing yeah, yeah but that that's okay like at <laughs> yeah. least. Starks gets that 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 little bit, you know. No, it was really good. Yeah. Really good segment. Uh next we had Darby Allen Samoa Joe thing. It was they both kind of a few lines. It was just um Darby was talking about losing the TNT title again and stuff like that. And Joe also said stuff. It was really quick. I thought they both sounded good, but like
0: it's hard to do too much when you're building a match in what a week? Like basically. I don't know. It started last week. So yeah, that's a as good as you're gonna get. They both sound. Fine. I do
1: kind of like that. Darby keeps coming back for the TNT title, though, because it kind of boosts the importance a bit. Like yeah. he's not just trying to move up; like he just like he lost that. He's trying to reclaim that. You know, like that's the one that means a lot to him. Like so I, I kind of like that bit. Um, and I can't see him going up yet, but maybe we revisit the MJF feud at some point. Yeah, that w- um, could be heated up. And again. Joe was kind of funny. He had a couple lines that amused me. Um, on paper, this looks pretty great. So. Yes, agree. Looking forward to that. Um moxley had a promo next and he was talking about hangman saying he fell off his horse uh dusted himself off and then did his talking with his fists. he talks about this being the sport of kings he talked about how black bull uh was going to prove themselves this week against uh jazz with ass kicking wrestling and moxley is going to be ringside to make sure that there's none of that sports entertainment uh during the match and he said if hangman wants another piece he knows where to find him um i thought this was solid it was pretty straightforward but i I like um the bit with hangman i think he echoed our thoughts with the jazz thing because i think i'm also sick of it (laughs) uh, yeah like i don't know but let's keep on the hangman match i like the kind of slow burn to that yep i it's funny
0: i was laughing when you said that because my notes are all i know is that he said he plans on ending things with jazz and i couldn't hope for anything more than that right like that's all i need is for this to be over with um so that he can move on to the Hangman feud, which I think could be awesome because they do have that hit recent history, right, that sort of didn't work out well for Paige. So I like that story a lot. So I think, like, this promo was useful. I don't think it was one of Mox's best, but it lays out his sort of plans and it did yeah. what it was supposed to do.
1: Good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Like, like, this is so overdone. Like, I I made this joke in, like, one of my notes later I think after the tag match, but I'll just run it now because I remember, but like, I'm hoping that, after Claudio and Jericho and Uniger said that, this is a literal final battle. It has to be. It's at final battle. Yeah. It needs to be the final it battle. definitely which, does. Like, that's why I think, I I don't know who's going to win, but I really hope Claudio beats Jericho. Because if Claudio's in Jazz, that means this is very evidently not over. Right. So, I, Claudio needs to win that, just for our sake. I'm not saying that's my prediction. It might be, but for our sake, he needs to win. I then, agree then you can just cut that off and they can go off and like, I just do to, anything else, anything, anything else. at the all. Blackpool is so, so cool. And they're kind of interesting without Regal. Like not like, I mean, I wish they still had Regal, but Me like too. it's inter, it's an interesting state that they're in mm-hmm. is what I mean. So we need to deal with that. We need to do the hangman feud. Maybe Danielson goes with MJF. No more jazz. I agree. It's the point. Cause Danielson can fight MJF. Mox can fight hangman. Yudick and Claudio can do whatever the hell they want. They can literally face the acclaimed. I don't care. No, something else. Anything Is else. the point. Yes. Okay. Agreed. Moving on. <laughs> which they should take a it, lesson from. Correct. Samoa so Joe versus Darby Allin, which is probably one of my favorite things they did tonight. Uh, probably um, my favorite thing. That was pretty sweet. I, I don't know. Um, some of the notables uh, Darby Allen went for his usual like really fast low suicide dive Doe just walked out of the way and Darby just hit the barricade on the floor hard just
0: this was the first he looked like like he died I don't know three things in this match where I was like what are you doing Darby like why like I'm thoroughly entertained and it's amazing to watch but like that's a human being who just Moved a million miles an hour and dove headfirst onto my concrete. friend,
1: um, who doesn't really watch AEW, but like, I, I know he's like kind of checked out a bit. Like, you say he doesn't really get Darby, doesn't really like it, but I'm like, I don't know, Darby's like, he's just cool. Like, his character is different. Like, honestly, I will always get a kick at Like, he just dies. And when all the time. he's,
0: especially when he's paired up with someone like Joe, right? Because just the dynamic is perfect. Oh,
1: you're gonna say, especially when he's paired up with Sting, no,
0: not with Sting, with no.
1: opponents who are known ass
0: kickers is what yes imagine to him versus walter like, yeah
1: that would be the ultimate like the dragon album was kind of hard to watch that would be even worse yes so speaking of which um joe like had him in like a powerbomb, and so he like swung him into the barricade which looked pretty gnarly the
0: first hit looked oh super... yeah and then he swung
1: him in the apron which wasn't that hard but then he went he swung him to the barricade again which just looked gnarly like that was just really cool yes it reminds me there's that one move in 2k where like if you try to powerbomb on the, on the apron you can like powerbomb on the apron and then your guy will swing them around into the side of the apron, too. It's like, it's like that. It's really cool. And
0: Joe just looks violent,
1: right, when he's doing stuff to this kid? Yeah. He's great. Um, Joe had expo- exposed the floor before, and then he scoop slammed him on the exposed floor. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, inverted atomic drop and a boot followed by a senton by Joe. Coffin dropped to the outside by Darby. Pop over stunner and a code red for two by Darby. Um, Joe went for a superplex. Uh, Darby bit him to knock him off. Goes for a coffin drop right into the Coquina Clutch, which was awesome. That was so cool. Um, and then he eventually passes out, giving Joe the win. Um, then after the match, Darby's like, in, and he shouts something at Joe, and he headbutts Darby. Then, naturally, the <laughs> next na- like natural thing to do in these events is for Joe to hit Darby with a muscle buster on the underside of the skateboard, like right on the wheels. My notes are caps just, lock.
0: Why? <laughs> like, not, it's, just, it's, it's not insane. even in the
1: match. I don't understand why. he did that or darby felt the need to take that but it looked gnarly and then he chokes him out again rest try to pull joe off then outruns wardlow joe runs away
0: yeah there was uh, did you mention the spot too where darby's like launched into the ring post member from the ring and he flips over and like does a million little twists and then lands on the floor again into the barricade
1: no Uh, i don't know he did
0: remember you know how darby does
1: the head into the ring post spot so well Yes. And he did it. Oh my God. Yes. He got sent in the post from he the just apron, like... I think. Oh, yeah. I just That was awesome, too. Yeah. It looked incredible. Oh, so, for only being 10 it looked like the standing thing that Bailey did in yes. the Alexander match. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like that.
0: For only being a 10 minute match, I thought this was fantastic. Like, Joe looks great beating people up. Darby looks great taking a beating. So, like, as you said, like, on paper, we were pretty sure this is what we were going to get. And, like, Joe looked like an absolute monster. And I wrote that part before I even watched the post-match beatdown (laughs) so like double that right um and honestly like this is what Darby Allen does and he deserves a lot of credit for all of these types of matches he's just fearless and is willing to do whatever the other guy wants to do so I like I thought this was awesome I would love to see a rematch with a bit of more a story behind it and a more time for the match um the problem coming out of this for me is I'm more interested in another Allen Joe match than I am joe wardlow or joe juice which i want to see joe juice but i would rather watch this again if i'm mm-hmm. being honest yeah so good
1: that's what i'm saying it's like my main point is like wardlow is by far the least interesting of the three though 100 percent. which is the one they've built for yes. months though, the whole year let's say
0: yes so i'm not at yeah that's my least of the three that i'd be interested in but right. this match was
1: cool i thought it was a great team match the south clash was as great as you would imagine um And Joe always hits hard, just looks even better on Darby Allen. Like, Joe may be the king of television. Darby, just the king of getting his ass kicked. Like, it's incredible how he makes stuff look sometimes. Like, it's. And almost uh,
0: all of Darby Allen's matches are the same formula. And I'm aware of that. And it does not bother me. There's the odd time he has, like, a competitive back and forth with somebody. But it's almost always he gets murdered, has awesome little.
1: And then either he wins or he doesn't. Right. And either the coffin drop wins it for, and so, but it doesn't bother me. Right. It's so interesting. It, it's amazing how much he took in the time that they had a couple of audible reactions from us which is like i think darby's one of those guys who probably gets that the most like not often i think
0: three like two right away with the dive to the floor and the swing into the barricade and then i think the head off the ring post was another one too and like,
1: definitely the skateboard one
0: and we'll go weeks of watching shows without being like the, so three in his match
1: yeah and then the the only other thing that i can think of is like when the elite and death triangle and stuff i'm just like oh my god and they're like some... or when omega takes a Some stuff on impact this week that I was pretty impressed with too. Yeah, Darby just the muscle buster on the skateboard was like the most unnecessary thing. Awesome though. But like that was just so killer, like almost overboard. Well, it was overboard. Um. Oh nice. I see what you did there. (laughs) Um, I'd love to see this again sometime. Agreed. Um, I'm looking forward to Juice and Joe though. Um, I can't say I care about Wardlow. So to recap, Wardlow is at least interesting here. Um, and out of Darby Allen. Wardlow and Juice Robinson which one of those three has been uh, received a significant push this year and has been built up and then just stopped it seems like yeah, or like I guess stopped isn't true because he's still
0: in a title picture but like slowed down significantly I would say
1: the symphony is going out with a whimper it is Uh, next again Orange Cassidy Kip Sabian interview yay more Kip Sabian
0: my note my only note I guess it sets up some intrigue and gets Sabian on TV yay speaking for Jack Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Cassie says if Kip wanted a shot, he just had to ask and Sabian does the heel move where he's like, Of course he waits until he hurt. He said like something like my little Clementine, which yeah, I thought he, was fun. That was that was entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> um and he doesn't want Cassie doesn't want him at his best. Um Cassie says if Cassie says if he won't fight him, find someone who can, and Sabian just kinda walks away and he's like thinking about it, and Cassie's like, Take that as yes. Um it's a solid bit, apparently it's it's turn seven, which it was. So cool. So did do you know what the connection between Sabian and Trent Seven is? Or
0: is it just They're European. That's enough. Yeah. That's good enough. What yeah. about that? So is Sabian, or sorry, is Seven heal then?
1: I guess. I don't know if he's sticking around.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Maybe, maybe it's like a Johnny. Because I, I was wondering if it's just like, oh, I found a guy. Or here's some backstory of
1: how I know this guy. So that's why he's here. Or it's just, you know, I don't know. But anyways, mm, I, I think I'm that. thinking it's like just like a John Morrison kind of thing. Yeah, that could be. Oh, I saw him. He's on MLW. Guess what? Johnny Fusion. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I haven't watched MLW in a while. This is his thing now. He's just gonna keep changing. Oh no, that's his not name. true. He's just
0: gonna change his name everywhere. I watched Hammerstone versus the other guy. All day. Yeah, I watched that a couple weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, it was pretty good. Anyways, sorry. Carry on. AEW. We're not here to talk Kip MLW. Sabian. Good. Yeah, you liked it.
1: Next, he could totally be Cassidy. Definitely not. Too bad. Uh, next we get Jericho promo. <gasps> More jazz in my yeah. show. That's what I need. Um, He said that Claudio doesn't believe that you can beat Jericho, which is why Jericho will beat him in final battle. He said he talked about Claudio being forced to join jazz after Claudio loses, you know, like, go under his mentorship, take him under his wing, be a sports entertainer, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I. the only thing I kind of found funny is that, like, He's talking about mentoring a guy who's been wrestling for like probably two and a half decades or something, which is kind of funny that he needs mentoring. But um, like you said earlier and very effectively, I don't want these two mingling anymore. So I don't know if Jericho wins. You're right. This continues it, at some if level. Jericho wins. It can't. End. And I don't want it. So I really hope
1: Claudia wins, I guess. Yeah because like, yeah. then he's stuck in there and eventually you gotta do a storyline where he gets out or Blackpool have to fight him or something which means in turn they would not be done there's if Jericho wins there's no way this is emphatically done and is the, way the stipulations
0: kind of silly like is the implication that Claudio didn't earn another shot and so he has to like give something up to
1: even though Jericho cheated to win right. the title and cheated a bunch of other and times Usually,
0: I mean there is a rich history of Champions getting rematches. I'm not saying it's guaranteed. At least it's but, not a
1: rematch clause.
0: But it seems like he needed to put something on the line to get a title shot that he probably should have gotten anyway. So I, I don't know. It's a bit silly to me.
1: Yeah, that's a little weird. And we're rolling right into more jazz versus Blackpool. And so it, it's yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I'll save my com I'll save my thoughts till you're done. All right. Uh, Garcia and Hager versus Claudio and Yuda. Don't think we've seen this combo before. But do I care? Nope. It feels like we have, though, right? It doesn't even matter if we actually have. I don't think it we have, but feels it feels like we right. have. Because we've seen Claudio and Hager do it, Gar- Garcia and Yuta, Garcia and Claudio, um, you know. And I mean,
0: Hager's the one I'm least interested in seeing, so it doesn't really... Anyways, you know um, how we feel about this. Yeah, there's a bit at the beginning Everybody. where
1: um, Hager threw the purple hat to Claudio because they have a second one. He thinks about putting on, but then he punts it. it even him teasing putting the hat on was like, that, like, that That was really a bit. His, that was a bit Like hager's comedy stuff is seeping into other people which i don't enjoy it was funny for like the first few times but then once they started doing it too much in that casting match i was like okay stop yeah it was a lot like okay you like your hat yeah I it's had... purple and you have multiple of them okay mm-hmm. like uh there's superplex to yuda um oh wait so by sorry by yuda to garcia mm-hmm. uh rebound german by garcia um, there's a botch Frankenstein with Claudio uh, for two with Hager because he didn't really rotate. He just landed on his face. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was really bad. Um, Claudio swings Hager. Um, okay, so here's the finish, which I don't like. Um, so Hager has Claudio in the ankle lock, and then Garcia puts you in the Dragon Tamer. So then Claudio rolls and uses his foot to pull Hager, so it sends him into Garcia, which looked pretty silly. And then Claudio hits Hager with a singular uppercut for yes. the win. So it- there's that. Um, then quick post-match was Shivani coming in the ring for an interview and says he has like a Regal interview that they filmed, like, it's from before MJF attacked before he got written off. The Regal write-off. Official. (laughs) Um, Regal says they'll only see this as something bad happens to him, and when someone is bad like him, he expects it. He said he took exception to what MJF did to Shivani, he gets upset at emails, and he gave MJF what he wanted, um, but be careful what you wish for, because now everyone's going to be after him. He says the three main guys of Blackpool don't need him, and but they wouldn't let him go, so he had to show them, and they can mold Yuta into the best pro wrestler. Uh, he said he did what he did to teach them and always stay one step ahead. Um, so then that's over. Then Mox promo. He doesn't really acknowledge what happened. Like he's just kind of like he seems kind of conflicted or whatever. So I guess he just kind of ignored it. Yeah. And then he said they live and breathe uh for the sport pro wrestling. He said you can call them whatever you want. Um. Which you would think would tease them not Blackpool, but then he kind of mentions Blackpool later. So I guess they're still Blackpool, which I think is fine. But we'll whatever. see.
0: Yeah, I'm, we'll see where it goes. At I least guess. kind of
1: legacy thing. Uh, Mox said that that final battle, this war with Jericho Appreciation Society, ends. Fingers crossed. That's the part I focused uh, fi- in. On. Final battle, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, Moxley said that this Friday on Rampage, he'll challenge any wrestler that wants to face him. Takeshita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moxley spoke about how. Uh, blackpool will make a statement pro wrestling will make a statement um thoughts on this barn burner yeah and i
0: at the in the moment i wasn't sure what it was but there was like something i couldn't get into this match and it's probably just the jazz bcc exhaustion right from all of this um I just, I like three quarters of the people involved in this match, right? But I just didn't find it very interesting for whatever reason. And I like you, I thought the finish was kind of weak, right? It like, was so weak. An uppercut, and we were both like, what? Uh, so I think it under-delivered significantly. And I, I, f- I have a note here. I rewound it, I think, when we were watching it, that Taz was, like, speaking gibberish, <laughs> remember? He, oh, yeah. There's, like, a sentence that, that, but that made no sense. And then he just bailed out and threw to Tony Schiavone because <laughs> it's like he forgot how to speak, which I thought was funny. But, yeah, like... I don't even like I don't even think it was a good TV tag
1: match. It was just like eh. fine as we would say, I guess i I, I didn't mediocre, enjoy it. yeah, um yeah, it was fine, I guess it was okay. it was just kind of off. I didn't care at all. um I don't know I wasn't really into it. I was struggling to find notables, which um there's like the Blackpool there is like the Blackpool jazz fatigue settling in, but even so usually delivers in ring like decently. something just didn't connect here. maybe I just don't like Claudio and Hager together. I, Hager I in general. Yeah, that's part of it. Um, There's that Frankenstein boss that was pretty bad. And some things that were just kind of dumb, like the hat bit was, and the finish was really lame too. Not only did Hager look stupid the way he fumbled into Garcia from Claudio rolling him, like that was stupid. Like that made you send into Garcia and break that up. Right. Like, that was stupid. And then he lost to a single uppercut, which is so dumb. It reminds me of NXT when Roddy just won with a knee strike. Mm-hmm. No. uh, The Regal thing was okay. Like I get what they're doing. The premise was a little flimsy, but I guess they at least they tried something to write him off. And, yeah, can we talk... But it was the most blatant send-off ever, though. Like, can we talk he's, through this reasoning? It's like he died. So
0: the reasoning is uh, he's done all he can do for Mox and Danielson. And Claudia. So he sets Mox up to get screwed over, betrays Mox. And helps MJF. and So is- that
1: everyone's on MJF now.
0: But knowing that MJF was going to take him out and sacrifice his own possible health because he has all of these significant problems.
1: I guess, well, I guess he didn't know I was just MJF like, would take what? him out, but, like, he would assume something would happen, it- though.
0: Yeah, that... But, like... I don't know. I I didn't. It didn't make a ton of sense to me. I didn't find it I very. I guess at least they tried convincing. It felt like they came up with something quickly and they thought this is good enough. And I'm Mox just like, what?
1: Sol- Mox's promo was solid after, but he didn't really acknowledge. it So at taking all too much.
0: the target off of Moxley is helpful to him. Because the title he
1: wanted. I don't. The I title t- that he likes. I don't get it. I don't. Know. I it was a little. A little bit of a disconnect there, but at least there's something. And all
0: Mox, all I cared about with Mox is that he's saying that he wants to end this stuff with Jazz. so I'm like, yeah, heck yes, let's go.
1: The nice thing with the Regal thing was like, it was kind of like, it was very much a farewell, but I mean, at least For they sure. kind of do that. Yeah. I don't know. At least that's kind of nice, I, like, guess. I
0: I feel like it almost made sense, and I get what they were trying to do, but when I really thought about it, I'm like, I don't see how this is beneficial to anyone other than i guess you're making mjf a star so cool uh, anyways whatever
1: yeah i, no, I missed something i think uh next we have a black promo um black was talking about how the company's been corrupted by some people he said this company is sick and dying so it's time for the house to put down the corruption uh juilliard says the crime is treason uh matthews says the verdict is war and King says the sentence is extermination and Black says that anybody that has an issue with what they've been doing over the past two weeks or what they've said here, then next Wednesday uh, come one and come all. Yeah,
0: I thought... So oh, they are in action. Overall cool, I thought Malachi Black's delivery was awesome. A little bit cheesy the way they worked in one word for each of the other three, right? With the whole treason, whatever, whatever. But um, I just want them to get going and get involved in the trios title picture but like so that's my question if you're a they're a clear could be a clear trios team right how do you build them do you because you don't really have like lesser trios you know what i mean like established teams so do you start throwing people together i um, mean they already
1: did uh fuego and bear county
0: and that's yeah you can start putting together three of like the cheesy factions we
1: have kicking Shot around chuck chaos project or honestly best friends they're not like super you can heat them up for like a title shot every now and then but or like factory
0: because it's not like tag team where we have clear established tag teams and you can sort of go through the ranks there's like who's actually a trio all the
1: trios like the trio's division solid but all the trio's teams are too top tier
0: yes so i want i bottom line i would love for house of black to get him because think of the matches they would have with either of the people in the best of seven right now right like that'd be incredible so i don't know i'm i'm hopeful i'm just wondering like how do you build a trios team when you don't really have a division
1: at least trustbusters haven't been around in a while because they suck
0: but i guess the same could be said for the women's division right like they try and do stuff there without really building anything
1: so i don't know true yeah i guess we'll see like it was really cool it was great to have them back i like the presentation we've had with them so far me too since they they've come back like i think at least I they're spooky, but they're
0: not, like, supernatural. They seem so to be setting my... it
1: on the right path, which is nice. Yeah, most they do, like, what, a blackout, and then... Yeah. So I like that they're, like, up in the presentation here, like, because I think they, it was a real misstep having them evolve the sting for so long and then losing a lot. Like, that just really hurt and them. all
0: three of them are just so good, like, and different from each other. But also similar. Right, in terms of... Well, Murphy doesn't even, like, fit their tattooed and... No, but... Aesthetic, but... He strikes good yes they're awesome murphy's my boy and brody Um, king is super cool too man so they're in action next week that's pretty cool and we met them and they were super nice so that helps i haven't framed that autograph yet i honestly forgot where it is yeah mom probably knows where it is we need to get a frame for christmas or something smart i know that's true i mean of course you are son Thank, thank you dear father I say you're not smart that's sort of a shot at myself as
1: well yes right? and also that would imply that you don't like me that would be <laughs> not good horrible
0: yet i choose to watch f- a million hours of wrestling and sit in the basement and talk about it because no
1: one else is gonna do
0: it it's all the money we make off this podcast <laughs> oh yeah i can't turn off the money Oh, faucet. you're just in for the money <laughs> the i, sh- exactly I should have known that we're working at a deficit because i've now develop this microphone addiction right so it's actually caught we make zero money off the podcast negative I spend money off
1: negative amounts of dollars taking a loss on it because it's fun to do mm-hmm. but sorry i have distracted you <laughs> uh so next we got a jamie Hader sit down interview with tony giovanni at the request of said Jamie hater.
0: Yeah, she made a good point, right? Like, why is Seraya yeah. getting sit downs and I'm the <laughs> champion? Yeah, yeah which Soraya. I thought. She,
1: yeah, so she was talking about like Shivani was saying how Hater asked for it, and Hater was like, "Seraya got one, Storm had one, but not her," and it kind of baffled her, and she tells him to ask her something, and it's like, that is a good point, because like, it's I just too bad Storm.
0: she's a heel making that point, because I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right, you know what I mean? Yeah, I so agree with Like Seraya though, like really, yeah, right? Seraya yes sorry yeah. yeah our favorite so yeah i was I, I agreed with her which I don't know if I'm supposed to as the as the heel but I do and I thought like it's the most she's gotten to say right and she actually sounded pretty good I thought and i how did you feel about the way she was holding the belt well like wasn't she like? was just like very secure i kind of liked it like she was displaying it but also like taking great care with it kind of thing like it seemed really important to her I know that seems like I'm probably looking very deeply into that but I kind of like the whole presentation. and I, it, it was short, right? She didn't get to say a lot, but it's still more than she said. So. I'm surprised
1: MJF doesn't do that thing. like You know how Aldis holds it? Yeah. Like, I'm surprised it doesn't do like, something like that. And it's I'm glad they made
0: area. the choice not to have Britt come and interrupt this, because that's been what they... And they can still work towards that, and I think that is what you do. But I like
1: that she at least gets her own But thing yeah, here. let
0: her build her star as you're doing that. Yes. So I like this.
1: Um, she says the division is getting interesting, and she's at the top of the totem pole. I don't think it's getting interesting, but sure. Um, everyone is after her, and she'll be reigning and defending. She does have an eye on Sheeta versus bunny on rampage for the Regina Regina Regina, to wave title some Japanese thing. Oh probably. yeah, I didn't even know. I'm like, what are you? I just about? seen Sheeta with that before. Like, yeah, it's some title she has. Um, but it doesn't hold a candle to her title, and she'll give a sh- she'll give a shot to the winner. Um, so it's solid. I thought the whole funny thought the th- the thoughts on the division was funny cause, like I don't know, it was, or it was lame because like, what division? Right. Know, it's not much and it's not interesting. And oh, the, it's funny that she's given a shot to the winner of that title match because in what universe does Bunny win? And I mean, yeah. And, and like this is how underdeveloped the division is, right?
0: We'll just put a match on TV for a number one contender because we don't really know who the number one contender is because we don't really spend any time on anybody, right? Like other than Jade Cargill, I'm
1: mm-hmm. not sure who. Like where's Which, Serena even Deeb, then, man? That's oh, where is God. Serena Deeb? Where is Serena Deeb? Right, miss her. Where's Serena Deeb? Right.
0: I guess where, where's Serena Deeb? I guess she was last to heal, so she couldn't be right in there for the title. No, right but I now, just but... I forgot where she went. Me too. I don't know where she went. But last I thing her. I
1: remember was a lumber, Jill match. Yeah, we got Ruby Soho back instead. Not um, a what... fair deal. It's a lumber Jill match, right? I think so. Or is that like offensive? I don't know. I don't know if you say that. I think it's lumber. Might be Lumberjack for everybody now. I'd have to look into it. I forget what they called it. I th- women's uh Whatever. Lumber people. A Timber worker. <laughs> I don't know. Timber worker. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Next, we get Speak of the Devil, Jade Cargill and the Baddies versus Kira Hogan, Mass and Rain Sky Blue. I feel like there should be a, power. a recording of me because I say to Rick,
0: This is your women's <laughs> match this week. Like, I don't want to say that week after week after week, but they force me by, This is the only women's match you get this week. And it's five, six inconsequential people and Jade. Is that fair? Five. Five? inconsequential yeah. people. In Jade. J- Five-sixths. So sixths. Sorry, is what I mean. Five-sixths. There are of six of them, and each of them is a sixth.
1: S- Five-sixths of, of the in, match. Is inconsequential. Sixths. That's a horrible word. <laughs> Sorry. Sixths. It is. Oof. Especially
0: into a microphone. Very s- sibilant, <laughs> as six. they say. With I all those S's. Sorry, up. people.
1: Um. There's a crummy double team by Rain and Blue, which... Why are they a thing? Ugh. Sky blues so... Yeah, she's fine, but I don't uh, know anything about her. She or... kind of feels like um AEW's Liv Morgan. If she's ever won anything, ever, like I don't, I don't know. Also, I was right next week. Um, Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox are facing Damage Control for the titles. It's awesome. It's been like a week or so. Good
0: for Tegan Knox, at least as long as her legs no. hold up. No more injuries for her, please. No, it's not that great
1: because random tag title match with Liv Morgan. I know, Woo! but she's working and she's healthy, so I'm happy for, for her. now. Right um anyways uh, there's some weird axe kick with like a Bosch time I remember with like blue and velvet like velvet did like the shore and like the axe kick but then sky blue didn't really move and then yeah like, it, looks, it looks so stupid they're
0: like attempted the countered the axe kick but it more looked like she just didn't follow through with it and like stopped and rested her leg on her head on her neck or whatever
1: it was like she hit it but she wasn't supposed to so sky blue nose sold it then acted like she countered it but she didn't sky blue's a big thigh slapper too i know oh maybe God. it was just the camera was in a
0: rough it, spot she but did
1: do it once but like
0: several times i am like
1: good too because you can kind of tell sometimes drew mcintyre does it yeah but the difference is the claymore usually looks really good yeah so yeah especially when he was a heel i remember once like after the one match with the shield that he had with Strowman and ziggler um, Strowman turned on Ziggler and Power slammed him, and then he just Claymored the crap out of Strowman. It does look good, sometimes. and I like cause like now he does it differently. I feel like cause like he did that and like he kind of like landed, he like hit him with him like he kind of flew over Strowman as he landed. Like I don't know, he, he used to look really cool when he did it. Um, when he was heel, now he's just heels are better. We know that. He I don't know why, but when he was like in that heel run when he came back to main roster, like, yeah, I just loved the way he did a Claymore. It was just it was one of my favorite things. I remember once Strowman was on the ramp. It was back like when, um, McIntyre was like the monster killer or whatever, like taking out Strowman. And he just like claymored him on the ramp. and I, I was just like, I loved it. Did not like the addition of the counting it down. No, that was stupid. But like back when it's he was very WWE. Back when he was heel, sick, that's like um the burn it down.
0: That's something that Jazz should be doing. Stuff like that is sports entertainment.
1: For the, the he should do that for the um, Judas effect.
0: And like, or like, you know, Randy Orton's stupid smacking on the mat and stuff like just stuff like that or sweet chin music kicking is just, that's very sports entertainment to me.
1: They should do that. Yeah. I don't know who else could do that. I, I think it works for Jericho with like a Judas Vex. It's like a running thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. uh, Kirogan, Kira, Hogan, hot take Flurry, um, blend a bit too much taunting and then Cargo to Spine Buster. Hogan tags out, Rain goes for a ripcord thing cargo, blocks with an elbow jaded for the win. Um,
0: <laughs> listen to the excitement in your voice yeah. as you recap um, this match
1: so another lame uh, singular women's match on the show that doesn't really deliver not a great talent pool either Sky Blue especially stunk up the joint more so when she was in with Velvet cause that, that's because Layla Gray didn't get a lot of ring time baddies aren't that great Sky Blue is not good um Cargo didn't do much until the last stretch, and even so, half of it was taking offense from Hogan until a spinebuster. Then rain tagged in, took the anticlimactic fall, so that Hogan didn't have to. And it's weird that just because because like now she's gone from the baddies, all of a sudden they try to present Hogan as anything close to a threat. Yes, like she all but of a she sudden didn't just, really like, took... come off as one either. No, they didn't really come off as that, but I could tell that's what they were trying to right. do, and she's not even on that level, so it was really weird. Knockout once again, the only match for the women. Nothing really great here. Anticlimactic. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I I guess the point is Hogan didn't take the pinfall, right? So I don't know if she's continuing to feud with Which Jade. Which I mean, like, is it really that much worth it to, so that she doesn't take the pinfall? We don't know anything about Hogan other than she was a baddie, right? At, and so Jade doesn't really come in until the very end, does very little and gets the pinfall. Like, that all makes sense. And I I almost want to like Red Velvet because she does stuff really quickly and with really good intensity. But she I used think to be like
1: okay, like she used to have some cool stuff, but like I think she kind
0: of moves faster than she's ready for, uh, to some degree, right? I, I feel but like, I like how
1: it, you definitely said that before, yeah, Like back when like she was more prominent, you definitely I know you said that before because she's like.
0: It seems like she's doing things intense and really fast, but it's like I don't know if you're ready for that yet. Right. So just get it right first. But anyway, sounds I, good on paper. This but... was mostly a waste of time, I think. But yeah. it got six women on TV, I guess, is the silver lining. That's like
1: the triple threat tag that they did a couple of weeks ago. Like, right. That wasn't very good either. No. Um so next we get a Saraya interview. Um Brit interrupts and uh congratulates Saraya on the biggest win of her career and it won't happen again. She says, Soraya said that Baker got handed everything on a silver platter, but Soraya got a pay-per-view match against the biggest star in the division for her first match, so touche, I, I guess. guess. Huh. Um, she gives Soraya tickets to a January Dynamite, I think, or something. It says she can either sit from her own, watch Baker be the star she is or lose to her, and so Soraya thinks that's a challenge for round two, but it's a tag match, so there's going to be hate her and Hater versus Soraya and someone. Needs to find a partner, blah, blah, blah. Don't care, Soraya. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, like, Baker's delivery of her stuff is fine. Baker,
1: good. Yeah, sure. It's a red, yeah.
0: It's never an issue. But I didn't like the whole, like, handing her tickets thing. I didn't understand. That
1: confused me. Cause it Kinda just like cheesy. Just challenge her. Like, yeah. I don't, like, because as if she's not, like. And then my other is problem you're is. you're going to be like, nah, I'll take the tickets.
0: Are we not going backwards to a tag match after a decisive singles match on a pay-per-view? So now we're like, don't Baker you want to build to these things? I guess, you? like, Baker doesn't want to face her on her own. I like, guess. I don't want to do this again. And I, that's why I just want Baker to get away from Soraya and do something more important, right? Like, I'm hoping this is just in the meantime, because I'm hoping they're going to go oh, with Baker. Oh, I love it, Yeah, I know you do. But hoping they're going to go with Baker hater slow burn. Um, so I hope this is just a detour yeah. on that, because I don't really care about this.
1: Yeah. Um. Then Excalibur advertised a boatload of matches at a very fast rate. As poor, he does. poor guy. Yes. Poor. Guy. I remember when
0: we were first doing this show, you would copy down all of those, and then it's like, why?
1: We'd just skip it. It's funny how, like, because he was like advertising a lot of the phone, I'm like, dude, chill out. He's the micro machine guy from whatever oh my God, yeah. decade that was. 80s, um, 90s. 80s, because I think it was on Goldberg's once. Right.
0: Oh, you're right. It was. Too bad Goldberg's is terrible to see. Oh, like it's... we haven't even watched it's still there we're behind several episodes because it's not been
1: good it's not goldberg's anymore yeah it there's that and it's just not it feels so fake now because it there was that air of legitimacy for a while well and all of the kids are now adults so it becomes awkward to hold together all these
0: storylines when they're all grown adults it's easy when they're kids and they're in the house and whatever whatever right but now all of them you still have to kind of keep them tied to the house somehow it's It's like it feels there's that
1: and like for me like When's the last time you can remember this is a bit off topic, but when's the last time you can remember like an actual clip from his life? Oh yeah, that's in the true. Show? They ran out, I guess. Or right? like even not even that. If if you run out fine. When I came around last time, like it's felt like usually there's an air of truth right. to the stories. Instead of just feeling like a scripted sitcom. Like, right. Especially yeah. Like, cause I think the decision to put in Eric instead of Eric was fine. Cause like, even so, you kind of kept that air of truth. And but it's now still with have her that being appeal for right, that and to have her like pregnant and stuff now, that's like it's so far removed from what it was. It's, All their... it's like I feel like this would happen if I was watching The Office when it came out. Like, it's just like and some of their behavior
0: now that they're adults seems just kind of stupid, right? Because
1: right, there was the one episode early in the new season where Barry was like, "This would have happened," in, like Susan. Two, three, four, three four right when he was still in high school yeah. and now it's like he's in university and stuff like and it's like to become a doctor and adam's like messing with him it's like dude you're in university now right like, so they're behaving
0: like adolescents as adults and it's a bit off-putting yes. at this point. and no murray oh yeah and, and no murray so was. anyways there's your goldberg's review wedged in the middle which is necessary if you even know what it is or have seen it yeah. sorry we'll good, get back
1: good show until the new season and then the main event of dynamite happened instead, yeah. which <laughs> yeah um the acclaimed str for the tag titles cool yep i'm uh fine with this obviously yes um, there's a hit-toss stalemate back and forth between Dax and Bowens. Until they go to the ropes, the ref forces a break, then all four in the ring with standoff until a brawl kind of breaks out. I thought um, Bowens and, was it Dax or Cash? <laughs> Dax. Whoever started out, they
0: started out hot. That was, right away was mm-hmm. into it,
1: yeah. Um, Later on, serious sharp, sharp shooters <laughs> um, on FTR from the Acclaimed, which is odd, Um, until they get to the ropes. Yep. They the Acclaimed, the sharpshooters. Yep. Sharp scissor, and that's one of Dax's moves, right? His ode to
0: Bret Hart. Both of them. Yeah. Sharp. They should call it a sharp scissor. Oh, nice. I, I see kind of, what
1: you did. That's really bad canker. Great. <laughs> Carry on, man. What are you doing? It hurts when I put my tongue on it, so don't. But it's like there, and I know it's there. Yeah.
0: Cow. Keep t- keep talking.
1: Um, there's a back body drop by Caster opening the door for a hot tag to Bowens who goes on a tear. He looked really good in this. I thought. hmm He stood out to me. Ushigoro Grocery by Bowens for two. Yep. Always nice. Mm-hmm. Um, spike Pile Driver to Bowens by FTR for a near fall. Um, later on, a Wheelbarrow Cutter by the Claim for two. Um, so the, And then later, there's a bit where, so FTR go for a Smash Contraption. That p- doesn't pan out. Then you have claim try to do it. Mm-hmm. Also doesn't work. And then FTR finally nail it to get a near fall. With Bowens barely breaking the pin. So Good that near was, fall. That was a nice little sequence. It was. FTR go for the Powerplex, but why give me what I want? <laughs> uh, Bowens knocks Dax off then Cash dies but Bowens catches him with the arrival. Caster goes for a mic drop but he kind of went slow to the top so um, Cash gets out of the way then he nails uh, Caster with a larry for two a little later on and the finish comes on Cash, hits Caster with a powerbomb goes for like a jackknife pin off of that but then Caster counters it, sits down on the pin to get the win yeah, kind of suddenly, which
0: was kind of cool. Surprising. But yeah, I kind of like it. It's like yeah. what they have to do to right. retain.
1: Uh, and then the guns appeared on the Tron post match. Mock FTR saying the trash, but they won't get involved in the feud because that's stupid. And they have a card from the Briscoes challenging them for a basically double dog collar match. But why are the guns my final image on this episode? It wasn't my favorite thing. but they give the people what they
0: want. And you didn't talk about the most important notables from this match. Who did they keep cutting to watching it backstage?
1: Oh, yeah, Jared and. <sighs>
0: Just had to get Jeff Jarrett on there and, and Lethal and Sing and Dutt, I guess, right? We're all there watching. But Horse. anyways, I thought this was an excellent main event, a really good tag match, especially like the second half of this was pretty awesome once the they kind of loosened the tag rules and whatnot a bit, right? It really opened up um, lots of strong flurries from pretty much everybody, tandem offense, right? I thought Bowens, like I said, was kind of the standout here. I noticed him quite a bit. And the finish, I mean, it's maybe not the most satisfying, but it makes sense. It keeps FTR looking strong. Like they, I thought it was
1: the most believable way they could get uh, the claimed a win here.
0: Right, like they had to sort of sneak a win in whatever way they could, and not just like. And he he looked like he pinned finish. him good
1: too. Like it was a deep yep. cover. It reminds me of when like Escobar lost the cruiserweight title to Kushida. He had, like him, in, like the sunset flip, then Kushida rolled over, but then like he kind of like sat further and like right. rolled him up deeper. So I think it it worked. And I loved um,
0: Cash's like. Disappointment expression after losing I forgot to mention
1: that but yeah his facial Expression after um just like like the Kind of shock disappointment like I really like that too and then the kind of scissor like The then there's kind of like a respect thing which is Solid code of honor I guess it was
0: I thought this was a really strong main event Yeah um, to this show good match
1: Yeah it was a really good uh great TV main event um still sad no trios match Because this doesn't hold a candle but Still this will this will do to quote D'Angelo Uh she'll do She'll do just fine (laughs) yeah um i think it could have used a bit more but i think it's still really good um definitely picked up in the last little bit a lot of solid near falls there and the finish was done pretty well too like we said um the guns is fine i don't know why they're involved to make the challenge for the briscoes but that's whatever obviously it's out of nowhere not a huge fan double dog collar couldn't have had something better for that boys but i imagine it being really good anyways dog collar isn't the best um double just seems bizarre like i'm like would it be like say cash is Tied to Mark and or Jay is, it is a tied. Dog collar with two on each end, and they're all four. It's like a four. That would be horrible. Yeah, there's no so way. So I'm imagine like one tied to one yeah. and one tied to one. Because imagine so. it's like a four-way dog collar. It's like they form a square. Oh, that would be nuts too. <sighs> Ugh. Um, But yeah, so I imagine that being good anyways, but could have done like Steel Cage or just yeah. like a street fight. Least favorite of my stipulations, pretty much. It's up there anyway. First time ever, at least. Anytime you're tethered together, it's not. They should have done a strap dog best. collar match where one of them has a strap and one of them is a dog collar. No, just some sort of match. Other, um, ma- other stipulations. Okay, one of them has a Russian chain and one of them has a Samoan Punjabi chain. prison <laughs> match is what we need. <laughs> Wait, no, they can't do a Punjabi. They need to do something similar, but like... um. Arabic Asylum? Right. Some sort of, like... Arabic Asylum. Nailed it. Borderline inappropriate yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, stereotype. You got to work <laughs> that in there somehow.
1: What's... What's, would what, what, A uh, Canadian,
0: uh... It's got to be something, like, cold and frozen.
1: Um... Oh. <laughs> like something gla- with gl- a glacier. Yeah. Well, glacier. Great wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, Great, like... Greatest Power Ranger that ever lived. Glacier. <laughs> um... No, like you could do like an Indian one, but like what's like a prison kind of thing that would start with an I? I don't. Uh, Indian inmate Institute. house. Indian mm-hmm. inmate institute could be. Uh,
0: anyways, I'm going into my overall thoughts on this show <laughs> okay. now. We got sidetracked. Uh solid episode of Dynamite. Two highly entertaining matches. Uh, the main event really enjoyed. Al and Joe loved that match too. But then you had like Jazz Blackpool, which was disappointing. The women's trios, which was. I can't say disappointing because I didn't expect much, right? So it kind of delivered on low expectations, I guess. And the battle royal opener was fine, but it's never my favorite type of match, and I don't think that one stood out just largely due to star power lacking in it. Um, I would also say that the Starks MJF segment was by far, by far the standout. Oh, yeah, that was really good. There was nothing else that really like whatever the black um the uh, House of Black stuff was cool, but it wasn't like amazing. So. Uh, and I wasn't as big a fan of the Regal write-off as I'm going to assume a lot of people are. I bet you when I go to look later, it'll be well-received. I didn't love it. Um, So no standout segments other than MJF and Stark. So I said this show was a B. Two cool matches, one cool segment, but not much else, I didn't think. So
1: good, but not great. You? Um... I thought I thought it was a pretty good show. Like um, I th- we had a couple good matches. Though. Like I think the main event really delivered, and I loved um Joe and me too. Darby Allen. That's him. It is um, but the Blackpool Jazz match just really didn't hit for me. Yeah. And then the women's match wasn't great. Um, and though that's it. Right. the battle. World, oh wait, the battle was okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, in terms of segments, yeah, R- Ricky Stark stands out as the best one. Like that was that was a really good. Uh, I think Mox cut a solid promo. Like not the regal one um so that was okay um with the regal stuff like that was fine but not my favorite um and then house of black was pretty good too i thought jamie hater was actually pretty solid that's true i um, did like that and that was pretty much it like so i think a pretty solid show like a couple good matches but i think considering like if the jazz one was better i think it would bump it up because like usually right. those are solid so i would give it like a b
0: yeah that's where i was if the jazz or the women's or the battle royal was better than yeah
1: we had a trios match then right
0: and that's gonna wrap that up i guess so we'll move into a little bit of trivia now um in a segment that we like to call off the top of his head all right so i made this one from various sources this week sort of in this where i pick a a name that's been in the news or has been whatever prominent and build some trivia on them. So this mm-hmm. week it's MJF trivia, okay? In honor of his uh, all right. winning everything all the time right now. Um, so it starts out with some interesting factoids, and then we'll get into some of his match history in AEW. To You definitely will flex your muscle there. So I hadn't heard this before. I feel like you might have. So question number one. Before he became a famous wrestler, MJF was the test subject for a wrestler's new look makeup. As he was about oh. to make the move to NXT, to, from NXT, sorry, to main roster, who was the wrestler that MJF did a makeup test run for? It was a uh, Demon
1: Baller. It was Demon Baller, and it was I specifically remember because I saw it, and it was um Demon Baller, like they read they tried the paint look for um SummerSlam 2016, right. which was that Demon Balor lead that I wanted yeah, forever. and that's that that funny. took me a while. Oh get. my god, I remember looking it's for that, that everywhere. It's that look. That's, funny. That's the one MJF did. I don't know if I knew that one.
0: Um, this one I remembered. MJF also played a security guard yeah, in NXT. For Joe. Okay, before coming performer, for whom did he guard? You just said that. Joe. Samoa Joe. And at which pay-per-view did he appear?
1: Takeover. Correct. <laughs> That's the easy part. NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, Toronto?
0: No, it's a two. Brooklyn. Well, I'll give you that. Brooklyn. Brooklyn two. Yep. True or false? Easy one. 50-50 shot. MJF was offered a contract by WWE before signing with AEW. True. It is true. Sounds he, right. He said that uh, he wanted to be a part of something new was part of his reason for choosing Doesn't AEW. Doesn't sound kayfabe. At five years old, MJF appeared on a daytime talk show singing. The show was hosted by a woman who was mockingly impersonated on WWE TV in 2007.
1: Hillary no, Clinton?
0: No. Who was the woman, also the name of the show? Oh. Talk show host.
1: I should know, but I don't.
0: Feuded with Trump. Was a fake match with fake Trump and fake Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, okay. So apparently, MJF went on the show and sang a song because he's a singer, right, as a kid and whatnot. Yeah. And then I don't know if it's part of his character or not, but he basically says that he was never compensated for the show. So he says that like Rosie O'Donnell stole money from him, basically. So I imagine that sounds like his character. <laughs> At one point, MJF was pursuing a career as a professional athlete in which sport? Football. Correct. And he now says again, it's hard to say because he's always in character, right? But he says, like, he wanted to be in the NFL to make himself more appealing to Vince McMahon. Because, you know, Vince loves, like, former NFL. Or... So I don't know if that's true or not. Reigns,
1: Corbin, Goldberg, yeah, Lesnar. Exactly.
0: MJF's choice to wear a scarf to McAfee. the ring was inspired by which wrestler? Alberto Del Rio. No, who is one of MJF's all time favorite wrestlers.
1: Alberto Del Rio, duh. No. You don't know that. How is it not Del Rio? It's not.
0: Don't think scarf so literally. Think of more like. There's a plaid pattern on it, and he's a heel who talks really good. Real man's man? No. Classic wrestler from the 80s. One of the great talkers. Had one of the great repeat segments on TV. Piper? Correct. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Oh, what a loser. Yeah, so he's sort of an homage to him. MJF was the first man to pin which megastar in AEW? Cody. After his long-awaited return to wrestling? Cody. No.
1: Jericho. No. no
0: how do you not know this who returned it was the biggest thing ever from seven years of yes correct ew and as he tends to do MJF cheated to win that match what specifically did he do to cheat do you remember the ring no
1: kicked him in the dick
0: choked him out with tape you obviously don't remember
1: no okay
0: Uh, MJF was trained by which former WWE and current impact wrestling talent
1: Eddie Edwards no
0: most famous Eric Young most famous for a losing streak in WWE. Really? Well, yeah. Myers? Correct. What the, Myers is good. He's the just given a lame gimmick. MJF was named in the New York Times Best Performances of 2020 list for which performance in AEW? Dinner debonair. Correct. I didn't know that. MJF found his wrestling feet in which proudly ultraviolent hardcore promotion? CZW. Correct. My other hint was same place that gave us. Moxley and Callahan. I had Kingston as well. Oh. Um, MJF auditioned for which WWE reality show?
1: Tough enough. Correct.
0: Who, okay, now getting into a brief match histories. Okay. Who did he face at Revolution 2020? Um, Was that Cody? Correct. Who did he face at Double or Nothing 2020? Um, it's pretty much all baby faces. That helps you. Okay. One of the pillars, Jungle Boy. Correct.
1: That's what I thought it was, but I thought that was wrong.
0: Who did he face at All Out 2020? Uh, Mox. Correct. Who did he face at Full Gear 2020? Uh, was that
1: wasn't Jericho? Was it, it was no, Jericho. Okay. Jericho. Revolution 2021. Was that him and Jericho versus the Bucks? Correct. I forgot. That I happened. forgot that happened, but then I saw that the Bucks two pack figures that I was looking at, they are from Revolution, and yep. then I was like, who did they face then? Yeah. And and I'd forgotten I had, that I to one. I'll look it up. So Last one. I who, got lucky there.
0: Who did he face at Double or Nothing 2021?
1: Oh, stumped. Um, it was multi person. I'll give you that. Wasn't in the Battle Royal. No, wait. No. no. Um, uh, who, uh, uh, Stan impede. Correct. Against? Inner Circle. Correct. Very good.
0: All right. So that's going to wrap that up. And we'll move back into talking about more. Re- weekly wrestling like what we liked and didn't like from whatever we watched and that is high spots and rest holds all right so i'm gonna do my usual nxt and impact and then you actually can uh, chime in on some impact too because oh, yeah. you watched i wanted to mention briefly majority. on
1: smackdown they had a bunch of angle celebration stuff and one of the things was so we'll put it as the rest hold to end all rest holds. Jason Jordan. They acknowledge <laughs> yes. the the hit, Kurt Angle's son Angle, which is ha, Angle. But like, we really had to bring that back from like 2017. That's awesome. So was that and a high
0: spot or a rest hold? You see, rest, hold, by rest it. hold to end all rest
1: holds. Cause right. That's just so stupid. But Why it made it, you laugh. So it didn't make me laugh.
0: <laughs> um. All right, so let's talk NXT. I don't think I think that's it for main roster, right? You said you didn't really catch much. This no, week. but that's I just fine. wanted to
1: mention that because that was stupid.
0: Okay, so NXT rest hold for me. It was the wrestling on the show in general. It's kind of what? way for me to condense this down. Da- Honestly, to be fair, they've had really good matches lately, at least one per show. So for this, we got both of the qualifying triple threats for the match. I can right, ever, the last iron, spot. iron Iron Survivor. Survivor. Nailed it.
1: just I got it. Get it right. I nailed it.
0: Iron Survivor. Uh, so both of them were fine. I don't think there was anything anyone needs to get out of their way to see. Axiom ended up winning the men's one. Pinning after- Wagner. And it was a bit strange because Andre Chase, like, hit a high cross body to Wagner, I think it was, and then rolled out of the ring, like, not something that anyone ever does, and is just gone. So that allows Axiom to then follow up with the golden ratio, which looks cool, that, like, running kick to the mm-hmm. face, basically. So, yeah, he picks up the win, um, pinning Wagner there. And in the women's, um, it was Indy Hartwell won, yeah, which I was I a little saw. surprised. Um, so she sent Wendy Chu out to the floor after um, See, Chu had stupid, hit a splash to Henley. The stupid like, top rope Vader bomb thing. And then she hit the elbow to the back of Henley's head for the pinfall there. So um, neither match was bad, but I, like nothing I wanted to discuss. And then the other matches were um, D'Angelo's back. He squashed Zion Quinn in less than two minutes. Squashed Zion Quinn? Yes. Really? So a what couple a things out of that one, I think Didn't they really like him before uh, it felt like they because they they're going to love his look, right? Oh, yeah. Quinn, but it's like he's not getting any better. He still seems pretty basic. Uh D'Angelo's coming back and maybe a little more no nonsense, a little less.
1: I'm Forget hoping, about it.
0: Leaning away from the stereotypical gimmick a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, then you had um, Charlie Dempsey submitted Hank Walker in four minutes. I saw that.
1: It looked really cool. Wasn't Gulak there?
0: Yes, Gulak showed up for that. You're right. If,
1: let me know if they face off. Like Gul- I don't, Gulak it, and Dempsey would be really it, cool. But it
0: almost looks like he he might be there in like a mentor capacity. I, there was no yeah, hint given, right? So, but like,
1: I just think that would be really cool. Yeah.
0: Um. And Isla Don squashed Thea Hale in three minutes. And Briggs and Jensen beat and Blade in three minutes. And, and that match, just to add to the rest hold nature three-minute match that had like multiple episodes of interference from all the people at ringside mm-hmm. in a three-minute match so just the the, the well, in can rings. you really get done there then exactly nothing really uh, exciting in ring so overall a rest hold for me high spot and i might be the only one here is the ivy nile and the rest of diamond Mine. so this week julius is backstage getting checked out by the doctor because he needs to get his knee cleared i think it was So the doctor's like, yep, you're clear, um, because they're going to face Indushir, right? And Ivy Nile says, yeah, can you check out his ribs while we're here? Which immediately Julius isn't happy about. Um, And the doctor checks and is like, yeah, there's clearly a bunch of swelling here. I can't clear you. We need to do some imaging. Um, right
1: yeah i saw that but apparently one of the industry guys is actually the one injured so, so that's why the match is doing happening. yeah
0: so it's kind of interesting because obviously the creeds are annoyed with ivy nile and ivy Nile's like i'm just looking out for you and trying to take care of you right so i don't know if it's like the start of issues with them and then maybe it turns out not like i could see nile turning heel and being like yeah i was messing with you because i can't see them turning the creeds heel right now you know they were heel for a while but like they're working as baby faces yeah or it's nothing and they're just stalling right but i find it it was a little bit subtle because even in the ring last week when they sort of interrupted she seemed a bit off so i'm curious to see where they're going it's not like wwe to be subtle right so when they are i kind of get interested
1: that's true um that's that's so true though
0: sort of a high spot even though there was a bit of awkwardness within it is um so remember last week braun showed up at apollo's breakfast spot where apollo sits in journals and eats breakfast so this week uh apollo found out somehow that braun was out fishing and found him so braun takes apollo fishing for the first time and obviously there's there's banter back and forth and some of it by apollo was pretty cheesy but again not his fault he doesn't write this crap right so the delivery was okay um and of course each of them are like confident they're gonna win so it because it's babyface, babyface, they take little jabs right. at each other, right? Um, so I thought it was a simple way to have them interact one more time before they have their match. Um, these segments haven't been perfect, but it's it's NXT doing something a little bit different, right? Um, so I've been totally fine with them. And then the rest hold, I tried to just find the vignette on um, YouTube to send you. It was script back after uh, his debut.
1: I should try to find them.
0: So this... Uh, So he's cutting, like, a a partially rhyming promo, but, like, the rhyme scheme is all off and everything is just... Right. ...bad. I mean, he talks about needing to change things up, uh, starting with the chosen ones. I would suggest starting with your overall presentation and the way you speak and your gimmick and everything, pretty much. But anyways...
1: Literally just scrap the whole thing.
0: Yes. Uh, And they still haven't changed his look, so I don't understand. Really, This looks like a complete joke. Like... I thought axiom. I thought like man, a got saddled with a really bad gimmick here oh, yeah. as axiom, but it looks fantastic compared to script oh, yeah. right now, right? So that's not good. Um, another rest hold for me was pretty deadly. Doing like a reading a Christmas story, so it was like Santa's chairs out there, and they're in like Christmas sweaters. Um, a lot of innuendo, innuendo here again. Um, and another horribly consistent rhyme scheme. Just. I really like Pretty Deadly, but this segment was just really boring and really Mm -hmm. sort of juvenile, it felt like, right? Which, yes, they can be, but, um, like, things about, like, talking about, like, they're overflowing sacks and stuff like that. Just kind of playing that like you're 10 years old. Stuff. Right. Like, I
1: don't know. And you keep going on with that. Right.
0: So, but it did end up with New Day showing up, right? To again demonstrate that if you're anybody on main roster, you, you, you are, are more important than everybody. I mean, to be fair, it's better than Dolph Ziggler coming out. You are more important than everybody in NXT. Yeah. Um, so, they're showing up and they're going to face um, pretty deadly at the deadline pay per view, I guess. PLE. Um, so, yeah, sorry, right. So, given weak material here, I like Pretty Deadly, but this was lame. I kind of am still into the Lyra Valkyria vignette sort of ahead of her arriving. Kind of similar to last week, but I like... It's cool to me, and again, a lot of talk of birds and how she's earned a feather for each match she's won, so I assume she's still going to be presented like her entrance gear is going to be feather-dependent, probably, which, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I find her kind of interesting. And then a rest hold, the final thing for NXT... The final segment with all of the men's Iron Survivor
1: competitors there. And it's just like. Right, because we watched. I saw a bit of the women's triple time. We were running. I was like, that's your main event. And it's kind of like, we can't do a contract
0: signing. So what can we do? It's all five of them just like sitting around playing, saying pretty standard stuff. Um, Waller being insulting McDonough's appearance, like taking shots at how big his head is and calling him a garden gnome and stuff, which I thought was almost like a bit over the line because it is the guy does look like that. There's right. nothing he could do about it. I don't know. And then of course he ended with the standard brawl to end the show with wall. The only thing I noted was Waller did like a flip over the ropes to the pile on the floor yeah. while like live streaming it on his phone. Yeah. Which All I thought, like
1: um, Logan
0: Paul did. Right. Which I thought was kind of funny. So, um, but yeah, just like a similar feel to a contract signing, but with more people and wasn't like groundbreaking or interesting to me. Um, then we'll move into Impact, which you watched a lot. I even went back and showed you the opening segment to follow up last week's death, like literal murder <laughs> of Eric Young. So you got to see the highlights of that. And then it was Diener cutting an, a promo as the new leader of the remaining group, which is called The Design, I guess, because um, the idea was Eric Young is the designer and this is what he's designed and they're going to carry on going forward. Um, I really like this. I like the look of it. I thought Diener spoke really well. I thought, most importantly to me, he felt different from.
1: I don't know, some, a lot of the lines he said felt kind of silly to me.
0: They, he felt different from the Eric Young underling. I kind of liked it. It was a lot of it was focused on Sammy Callahan and his last match with Eric Young. He's kind of the one that took Eric out. And um, Diener was saying that Sammy cut the head off of the snake, but didn't realize that three heads had grown back, kind of thing. Um,
1: Hill Hydra cut off one head, really. Two shall take and, its place. and I don't
0: mean because it's it's not like I don't like this guy, but really, really enjoying it until the lights kind of come up because it was all shot dark and spooky-ish, right? Yeah. And one of the people standing with him is Alan Angels, <laughs> and it just, it just it kills it. It doesn't. It honestly takes me out of it, and I don't want to be rude, but this guy is. He I, looks too nice. I guess he's trying to like you were saying like be menacing, smiling guy, but he just looks like a nice guy who's smiling as part of this. Yeah cult group he just looks happy it like con fits the bill we'll talk about the match <laughs> she has later but I like i watched that angels just doesn't fit here right so i really like this segment you didn't really like it that much it was
1: okay but like i don't
0: know i thought it was cool and they're kind of making uh Diener interesting here but anyways uh then we get to a rest hold for me the opening tag title match it was machine guns versus the... i thought that was next week so it is back next week because this one was just starting to pick up, and it ended in no contest. It was Heath and Rhino, by the way, sorry. Because Major Brothers show up and attack everybody, so that's how it kind of got pushed, I guess. Um, But, weird thing for me in this was the machine guns were pretty much working heel, especially, I thought, Alex Shelley. They were attacking legs, Um, they were using, like, all of the five count. Um, Shelley was arguing with the referee at certain points, right? Because you love Heath and Rhino. so. So I think that's the point, right, that we're trying to make the fans care about Heath and Rhino, but I don't, and I don't know if many people do, right? So it was like, I don't know, it was a weird choice to try and have the machine guns generate that for Heath and Rhino, because it didn't work for me. Um,
1: Could have just done an actual heal team, maybe it would be more effective. Yeah, and
0: then the match is starting to get okay, and it's over due to interference. Like, put
1: them against the major players again, I guess. Right.
0: I I don't know if they're going to go triple threat now, or where it's going, but anyways. Uh, Another rest hold for me was... And I think you watched some of this Ty of Val- uh, Valkyrie and Savannah
1: Evans. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw a bit of the finish.
0: So the thing for me is they're trying to put off Evans uh, bring her across as this like monster, right? Like powerhouse. But she and Taya are the same size. Yeah. So it's basically but no mention of that for Ty of Valkyrie, even though she looks just as powerful as Evans. So it was just slow, right? Um and pretty basic stuff. And I we've said this before, but Taya's, I don't think she's
1: good. She's not great. There she was a point where
0: she was really good. Came to NXT and we were like she looks really slow and really not good. Yeah. And I don't it's know what happened. almost like Impact has r- noticed that because they definitely have not pushed her at the level she, she, when what, she was there. She was last like there. a
1: huge Knockouts champion, right? Like, and the
0: Reina de Reinas, wasn't she like too yeah, belts? she at the dropped same time? that
1: to but did she win or drop it to prazo or both? i can't remember
0: but yeah she was and we thought she was really good and I, I used to like her a lot it's been now a long time of her not looking really good so unfortunate but yeah the match wasn't good high spot uh i you saw this too i really liked the vignette for bay and austin highlighting them in the
1: the super junior tag group. right
0: so just some cool highlights and stuff and it um slick put together nicely and it it honestly made me want to go and check out some of this tournament. right? Yeah, that's why just,
1: I, that's what made me kind of bring it up, was like, it looks pretty good. I like
0: Bay and Austin a lot. I just wish they weren't part of Bullet Club, because I don't think there's anything... There's no added value there for me for that. Um, but anyways, um, rest hold. You also watched Khan Sammy Callahan. First of all, Sammy Callahan losing after six minutes was pretty surprising. But how did Khan look to you? Eh. Right? Like, slow and limited. I Worse be, than main roster. And he's been wrestling forever, so it's not like maybe he's got potential because he's a big guy with a cool look like this is what you're gonna get and i was saying in the moment when we were watching it right like callahan's a guy that'll let you do whatever right if If you you want to look cool do it but i don't think con can so (laughs) i was not impressed uh and then you saw this too i thought it was a rest hold what were your impressions of the trey miguel as a heel who spray paints
1: stuff? Eh, i actually saw the the vignette on instagram too it was not great like i don't he doesn't work for me as a heel and why is he all of a sudden a heel and when they force him to
0: act, I don't think he does a good job. And we're back to him having to do some acting. Why is he... I, I don't know where that that switch was flipped. And I've been watching mostly regularly, so I don't know what That's I missed. That's weird. But. So yeah, he's spray-painted the belt now, and he was spray-painted an opponent. And it looked Jason like... Jason Hotch. Looked like he was about to spray-paint Gia here, almost. like, okay. But Crazy Steve shows up from behind the couch, right? So
1: I, I don't I, know, it's kind of weird. I saw, like, one of his promos on like instagram like it was some promo before that's like not trey as heel doesn't work for me
0: both in his speaking and in his offense right because that's not heel offense yeah at all so i don't know what they're doing anyways and then the high spot was the only other thing on the show um it was josh alexander kind of open challenge and mike bailey comes out and this is like about halfway through the show and i'm like oh cool this is uh this would be a cool match if they give it some time Right. Yep. And then yep. it goes, I'm like, man, this I'm shocked at how much time they're giving this. I think I said that before it had reached half an hour. So this thing went an hour. Right. Oh, um, yeah.
1: Like just under because they barely beat the time. Limit. And
0: it's funny because my, initially when it started not knowing it was going to be an hour long match, I was like, why is Josh Alexander working so slow? And why is he just like Johnny? Stri- right. Johnny strikes a lot because normally he's like suplexes and holds and cool stuff. Um, so it kinda made sense and this match ended up being fantastic. I mean, the criticism of an hour-long match will always be did it need how to do be an you pa- hour? And how do you pace it, right? Right. Like, but I thought this was phenomenal. Um Bailey came out looking really strong. Lots of highlights, right? Um, you had the Bailey's flipping double knees a couple times. The one move where Alexander was holding him on the apron and Alexander dropped to the floor and oh, it, yeah. that looked awesome. Like, kind of like
1: a world's strongest slam kind of deal. Like just like the front slam kind of thing. The
0: one where Alexander like pulled him off the ropes directly into a pile driver. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Um and then the two C fours that it took to win it. From like even from an angle where you can see his head contacting the mat, it still looked awesome. So I don't understand how they do it Mm -hmm. without actually killing him. But obviously lots of Bailey high flying and rapid kicks and martial arts and all that stuff. This match was incredible. I just had no clue that it was going to be I was like almost like too much, but it was really good. It's just
1: like i was amazed that it went an hour because i was just like it was so random
0: and i think it's smart because this is the type of stuff that will get them a little bit of attention right it wasn't announced ahead of time there was no build to it but now there's the buzz of these two guys put up a- because i've looked and people were like between four and five stars for this match right, right? which yeah. i would agree for me it's probably like four and a half if i had to give it a star rating it was yes. fantastic like this is no doubt a pay-per-view quality match on a television show. So this is the one you go out of your way to find this week, in my opinion. So I'm super happy for Mike Bailey. I didn't understand why they took the X Division title off him. He was having an awesome run, defending all the time, awesome If And he's matches. going on this
1: long with Alexander, who stands a chance against him.
0: And so hopefully this is elevating Mike Bailey, right? I don't know how you get back around to this because they are both baby faces, but um, and he, that's the other thing. Alexander was working a bit heel, I thought, right? A at times, times, yeah. Which I think the idea is he's so pissed off at Bully Ray right now because take he's attacking it out on his someone. family that he's he's not thinking straight and taking it out on Bailey. Fantastic match. Go check it out if you haven't. I don't know. If you're not somebody that can watch an hour-long match, don't go check it out, I guess. But I thought it was awesome. All right. Um, that was the end of my high spots and rest holds. So we're now going to move into previewing a couple shows that are happening today. And that is Ring of Honor Final Battle and then NXT Deadline. So we'll do that now and I'll throw in a little bit of music right about here. Alright, so why don't you start us out with our Ring of Honor Final Battle. It gives me a break, Well, will sip some water and then I'll take the Deadline and we'll record these and maybe remember to go back and just talk about who wins and loses in the pick. So. Uh go ahead you can start with final battle whenever right. you're ready.
1: Um so for the zero hour we have three matches. Uh first off guaranteed match of the night uh Kingdom versus Top Flight. <laughs> oh boy. Um I'm going
0: to I'm taking Kingdom. I don't want to.
1: I'm going to take Kingdom cuz Matt Taven.
0: I just feel like um <laughs> My rationale, I guess, would top be top flight. Aren't
1: really doing anything. I mean, to be fair, Kingdom that, I haven't done really, I haven't really done anything. But like,
0: and in theory, ROH is know. about to launch whatever their TV presence Kingdom. is, and I think they would probably have Kingdom there and want them to be able to say when the show starts. Like, they just picked up a big win at blah blah blah, right? And again, top flight is just sort of getting back together. So I am firmly
1: taking I think it's Kingdom. Kind of get a showcase in there. Exactly. Uh, Willow versus Trish Adora. I'm probably going go with Willow. Like Trish hasn't really been around that's interesting that could be cool but yeah i will take willow too just because i don't know the She's status Been on she... aw and then i feel like she might be in roh like w- trish might be too but she hasn't been like she was in the roh women's tournament right and i thought yeah, um, she looked like, pretty good there willow's also been like you know that's what around, i mean around, willow right? i
0: know for sure is signed and has a bunch of matches under her belt adora i don't know is she signed i haven't heard so i will take the established talent not that adora is not good Oh, uh,
1: that 2.0 versus Shinobi Shadow Squad, which who's that again? I feel like it's Cheeseburger and someone, right? Um, I don't know why. Sorry, who's versus them? 2.0, I think. It's so a Shinobi Shadow
0: Squad. I'm looking it up for us because I forget. I think you're right. Cheeseburger, was it? Eli it was, Isom. I thought it was Isom. And Ryan Nova? Uh, I'm going to go Cheeseburger and Isom, but like... Whoever so, the third is, who are you taking in this?
1: Um, 2.0, I yeah, guess. Yeah,
0: I think you kind of have to. I don't see why... They need a win.
1: Just throw it together stuff for the pre-show. Right, exactly. So that's a
0: quick uh, pick main there. card:
1: Martinez versus Athena for the still existing ROH Women's World Championship. See, this one exists. I don't think is
0: easy because if you wanted to keep the title on Mercedes Martinez, why? Like, where has she been? Why have you not mentioned her? So that leads me to believe, like, they're going to take it off of her. But are you going to? Don't you want start... to it on Athena? Right. To, and again, if you're starting
1: a Ring of I Honor, I would have put show, it on Deeb. Me too. Which they already missed their chance. So I don't know. This one's harder. I'm for me thinking to pick. Martinez because I feel like Athena's more aw. Martinez can kind of if they do get a TV deal, yeah. then Martinez can have that, some prominence. Yeah. I don't see Athena being relegated to ROH. I don't either. Is the deal? So I'm gonna take Martinez. I will too. I think I think the same thing. I. I see what you're saying, and I think there is kind
0: of a like, debate there, but... Where has she been, right? And if you actually care about her as champion, you have not shown it for months, but right. I agree. I don't think is
1: the one to do no, it, so... It should have been Deeb. I'll take Mercedes. It's like uh, Dahlsugger keeps saying it should have been me, but I'll just keep saying it should have been Deeb. <laughs> right. It should be Deeb. Yeah. Um, and uh, Shane Taylor promotions, which is Taylor and JD Griffey. I don't know who that is, and I watch like, a lot of obscure wrestling. It's like Slim J like, JD I don't know, versus uh, Strickland and Keith Lee. Googling him right now. All right, who? I don't know. I'm going to look and see if I know this okay. person. Does not ring a bell to me? J.D. Graffiti. I don't know. He's clearly got some history with like Shane Taylor and maybe Keith Lee. Yeah. Uh, sorry, who are they facing? Swerve in our glory. Oh, wow. I mean, Swerve in our
0: glory. Yeah, Swerve in our glory. I would love to pick Shane Taylor because I'm a Shane Taylor fan. A, he just looks different. Like, his body type is very different. And his forearms are super... Him and Brody King have the best forearms in the business, I think. I quite enjoy Shane Taylor. And he's pretty sick on the mic, actually, too. So, I would love to say he's going to win,
1: but they're not going to win. Yawn. yawn, Keeping you up? Yeah. Um, Don Castle and the Boys versus Cage and the Gates of Agony for the six-man tag titles. Huh, um, I'm actually kind of stuck, but I f- I'm gonna kind of feel embassy here. I'm taking cage. I I agree. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling embassy. I think they've decided he's an ROH guy. I think if you're and it kind of gives helps boost them a bit. If you're rebooting
0: the company on TV, sort of thing, they look. I don't know. I it's I more of a serious I'm, thing, right? The I'm Dalton feeling Castle embassy. and the boys are kind of like a comedy thing, and I don't know if they want to open their show. Having comedy champions, Cage is sweet. So. so and Cage is cool. So
1: I don't know. I don't know why. Dude, I agree. I'm, I'm feeling Embassy.
0: Yep, I'll take Embassy. Who should he drill claw? Everyone is the answer.
1: All three of them. Oh, he could totally drill claw the boys. That'd be he could sick. Drill claw both of them at once, possibly <laughs> double drill claw. Yeah, just like have them on either side and then just put him the, in the ultimate
0: goal is a drill claw. That way we're all winners. Doesn't exactly. matter who actually we're wins. All winners, right?
1: Unless he kill someone. Actually, no, they win too because that's a good way to go. Have we picked any different wins so far? Are
0: we all the same? So well, I can't help it. We're going with what we think. It is what it is. Yeah,
1: Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson uh, for the TV title because Juice is definitely going to win that. Uh, that's Samoa Joe, Maybe I think. Joe. Yeah. Um, as much as I love Juice, I don't really. I think he'll just have a good match there, and then you know. I think so too, right? And he can go to
0: AEW and do whatever, and Joe can focus on Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. be a monster there, hopefully.
1: Uh, Yuda Garcia. That is a good match,
0: and that's a little tougher to pick.
1: What are you saying? What's your rationale? I don't know. I'm slightly leaning towards Yuta because I feel like Claudio should win the world title because you, you can't keep doing this feud. You just can't. Right. And I think Yuta makes more sense to, if you're going with your whole rationale of to lead the show when it starts, Garcia's kind of got his foot in the camp of this jazz thing. And I don't think you should have that. Starting on Ring of Honor because Jazz is just not Ring of Honor, and Yuta has a history there. And Yuta, a recent history, makes more sense for that. Right. So that being said, I'm taking Yuta.
0: I will just to not just to be different, but I'll take Garcia. I think they might want to keep a little bit of that sports entertainment kicking around, and that's their way of doing just a little bit. So I, the match should be cool. I'm gonna say Garcia, but I won't be surprised at all if you're right. So Mm -hmm. I'll take Garcia.
1: FTR, Briscoes, Double Dog Collar, FTR. I, don't, I think
0: okay. FTR needs a win back. I think they're actually with the company, right? What's the status of the Briscoes right now?
1: I don't even know what they do.
0: So uh, I'll take FTR. I know they're not signed. Right, so that leads me. That's further
1: sort of leaning me towards. I, and I want FTR to keep uh, having a bunch of different belts. Right. Uh, then Claudio versus Jericho, which is probably. So I know you the think proposal. there's a title change coming. I kind of think so. I don't like, I don't. We have to end this. We do, and I don't know. You know, I want it to end. I don't know what you do if Jericho wins, like. And honestly, I don't think he should be. But then there's a part top of me ring that of goes, honor when the show starts, though.
0: Part of me goes clearly. Tony Khan knows the value of Jericho because he was their first champion and got them all kinds of attention. Part of me goes, they're gonna have him be the first champion winnering of honor reboots too, for that same reason. He will draw some... Now you're just starting to... Or I'm, I, should, I should have locked you in first. Because he knows that that brings like the... What are the, the type of fans? I don't know the word I'm looking for. That know him, right? And Michael, okay. You know, Jericho's headlining Ring of Honor yeah. now. I'll check it out. But so like I'll, then what do
1: you do with this whole... How do you end this?
0: So maybe they move that all over to Ring of Honor. And hopefully it's... I don't know. It's, I'll, but then it's still, I'll take Jericho just to... Oh. For that reason. And I'm not trying to convince you to take him. I'm trying to convince me to not take Claudio. Right? And so I think it's I'm that. I'm going to stick to my guns. That that's, take the, that's the star so power. We've we got the two differentiations Good. here.
1: All right. I'm, I'm, on, I'm all in on Blackpool here. Okay. Uh, and that's all of them? Yes, sir. All right. So now we'll take a look at uh, NXT
0: deadline. Yay. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five matches on this card. So this shouldn't take long. In, I tried to put them in the order I expect of importance kind of thing. So Isla Dawn,
1: Alba Fire. Oh, right. really? Yep. That's what we get instead of a women's mat, yep. title match? Oh, okay. Well, I'm... Uh, ooh. My picks are uh, locked in on this one.
0: I don't think okay. you're going to talk me out uh, of all of these, actually. I don't think you're going to okay. talk me out of any of them. I'm pretty confident.
1: Um. Uh, let's see. Um. Well, I'm kind of torn because Isla Dawn's new, right? But, Correct. But albafire's just taken a couple losses to mandy rose she has hmm it's an interesting choice i'm not gonna I, say anything i <laughs> think okay pick. that's fair i might ask you like f- later but like for this one i'll just um okay so I'm, i'll take albafire i feel like she kind of needs to get something back for getting screwed you know what i mean nice and i as i don't watch but. i took dawn and okay. on,
0: only because i think Dawn needs wins, and Fire has been right. losing. I, I think, was really torn here. I think but... this might be Fire's on our way mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. Put someone over on your way out. Ooh, yeah, that's true. I'll keep it. That's okay. fine. All right, cool. Uh, pretty Deadly defending the NXT Tag Team Championships against the New Day.
1: I don't know, They keep hyping the Triple Crown for New Day. You're right. And This one I'm less confident on. I'm who's more beating like, Pretty Deadly? Right um and And last time a main roster guy came and right into a title feud was ziggler and there's
0: always a possibility there's people like pretty deadly are ready to move too. they are don't like they are not ring technicians by any means but their act is good enough for main roster now and their wrestling is good enough i'm
1: gonna take a gamble on new day i think and then what are they doing right now you know
0: i took pretty deadly so that's fun okay uh just because I, i don't probably because I don't like the idea of main roster people coming back and monopolizing time in a developmental. Like, you're
1: telling me this is developmental. But at the same time, I could see New Day being a good team to elevate some people. That is true. Because New Day, like, love them or hate them, they're they're great. So I I could see a benefit to that. All right, I like it. It's better than Ziggler. We have agreed on nothing so far,
0: so that's good. I I like that. That's interesting. It is. Uh, Then we have women's Iron Survivor match. So Zoe Stark, Cora Jade.
1: Kiana James, obviously I'll
0: just write. Her <laughs> okay, in. yeah, obviously. Uh, Kiana Rox- James, easy. Roxanne
1: <laughs> Perez and Indy Hartwell. Okay, so I'm um, just out of curiosity, what are you feeling for this?
0: So I what I'm doing is looking at we have a heel champion that's okay. been there forever. Right. We have a believable baby face challenger in Perez, right? So I think not Stark. She just turned heel. Not Kiana James. She's got a ridiculous and she's, gimmick, and she's not that good. I don't her. even watch. She's it, fine. She
1: feels too low card for this. I like, thought you know they were she kind of
0: feels beneath it. I thought they were going to start leaning into how silly the whole "I'm a business," but, but they're kind of no, playing okay. it straight still. Right. Uh, and Indy Hartwell, who's a heel ish, or she's either like now she's more like a weird nebulous, now more aggressive than ever, or a heel. So I think this is the st- they've been building this storyline for perez to be the big baby face champion and that is anyone else a face in this really or no right rose has had a crazy long run and is just spinning her tires at this point and doesn't need to be down here anymore mm-hmm. i'm not saying she's gonna leave but i think this is where she loses so i'm perez strong
1: i think that's right i think like i don't really know why you'd want to heal so i'm gonna i'll go with um perez right so you sure. get
0: a title shot is it gonna be stark so rose no is it going to be cora jade rose i don't think so Mm-mm. like it's all heels right so uh, i don't know if they're telegraphing because they could do anything obviously but so you're taking perez as I well. i agree
1: that is a fair pick
0: i feel strongly about that one um the men's iron survivor challenge Carmelo show, Hayes. i know right Hayes. it's it's Hayes. it as, has to be i
1: really wanted to be devlin because i love devlin but, but he lost twice had, exactly correct. It has to be Hayes. This and is how you get him his shot. And I think, so I'm obviously
0: exposing my pick for the next match too, but I think Hayes is the one to beat Breaker. Yes, And agreed. then I think Breaker... I think it has to be. You nice. know what I thought about last night, and I think would be an awesome faction, and mm-hmm. you just, it doesn't matter that they haven't been related at this point, is Breaker, Creed's, and Ivy Nile. I could, see, just, I could see uh, that, like like a powerhouse faction. Yeah, I could
1: see that. He's your main eventer. They're your tag team. Whatever. That and, that could be a good act. To, and then future, like, and that could also put over Indusure on the way out because that's kind of their feud. And Slow Burn would be Julius is eventually gonna feud with Breaker for like the pr-
0: supremacy. Kind of like that. that. Group, right? I don't. I don't hate that. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm taking Hayes either. I don't think again it's McDonough because. He's as been, much as I love him, he's been in that scene and unsuccessful. Yeah. There's that he's tainted a little bit, as much as a little as I bit, like as for, at least for now, right? Waller's, I don't think,
1: quite there. No, Daisy, no. no, Axiom, Ugh. he's he's gonna be awesome, but he's not up there because the Axiom just it's, I hate that you gimmick. You can't have that gimmick challenging no. for your main belt. It's easy, so Hayes. Hayes is the only one's like that's been truly ready for that. So then, obviously, I'm taking Breaker. Breaker, yeah. In Breaker. Cruise. I don't see it being Cruz. I don't think Cruz is the guy. I think he's looked good. I so don't care about that match.
0: That's not so. Uh, yeah, I think that it has to be Hayes Breaker. That's a money match to me, and Hayes wins, and then Breaker. I, go I, I'm not actually excited for that little look. So I like Hayes. Me too. I love Carm- Carmelo. Carmelo Hayes is a star. I want him to Craig Reckers, be dude, NXT they actually champion did and run out of the
1: whole 2 crop. He probably comes back. However, he was pre. 2.0 barely a little bit yes but so like he can't give 2. he kind of came out to prominence though yes. and like other than the breakout tournament which to be fair that kind of sucked
0: yeah so we have that's good we have three the
1: same but two different so there's enough to sort of have a clear winner there. which is the same on the other, we only have two different on the ring of honor as well perfect there's a chance then uh so <laughs> there's a chance it could just tie though we could for
0: sure but uh yeah i think you said there was nothing for um figuring it out this week no nah. So I think we're pretty much reached the end of episode 125, which is awesome. We're in our sweet spot, I like, of under two hours, but over an hour and a half. So I think we will call it an episode. Um... I don't think we'll be doing any bonus episodes. I, we haven't done one in forever, unless like Ring of Honor really grabs us or Deadline no, grabs I, us or I, Considering
1: like I can't even be bothered to do one for AEW, right. what it'll, are their chances? It'll
0: probably be a Turbo Review on episode 126. Yeah, at least for one of them. <laughs> which we'll be back for next Saturday, so we hope to see you all back then. We did get a few more comments than usual on the podcast, so thanks to those of you who left a comment. I did reply to all of you. Look forward to hearing from any of you, plus more. So thanks for taking any time out of your week to listen to us talk about wrestling. We'll see you next week for episode 126. And until then, take care.